Hey guys, what's going on? This is Cheney 180 and the Fallen Fed. Hey guys, what's up? And I am playing with myself. <laughs> and you're listening to another episode of They're Not Dolls. Episode 208-208. With the one and only Jerry Macaluso coming back for part two, guys. Thank you so much for hopping on with us again, Jerry. Yeah, no, thanks for uh, kicking it up an extra uh, hour earlier. That helps us East Coast people. Yes, that that seems to be the theme. Uh, A lot of our listeners are excited because they get to tune in an hour earlier and you know, we're not keeping you up through the wee hours of the night. So I think it works out for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. All good. All right. Jerry, we've made this into the new show start time too. So like, that's it. Like you did it. You changed it for everyone. You changed the game, my friend. It does seem, it does seem to be, you know, a little more palatable for, for half the country. Yeah. Everyone's already complaining that we can't, uh, they can't see Adam. It's okay. There's nothing to be oh, seen. There. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Th- th- he's going to be left out for now, I guess. Um, or you could leave me out and, and I could just be the, the voice. No, trust me. It's okay. I can be unseen. <laughs> you're prettier. <laughs> it's a, I, I should get in trouble because my shirt came off in the last episode. And yeah, it's okay. Yeah. We got a little wild and crazy yeah. on that last episode. If you guys need to know, he is in timeout right now, but he's still here for the show. Yes. <laughs> he's definitely in timeout. So before we get started, Ernie. <clears throat> Ernie. Yes. How are our chat amigos doing? Man, I hope everybody's doing all right. It is a Thursday night. What a day it's been for news. Um, lots of stuff going on this week. Uh, we got this part two episode, which I know so many people are very excited about which is great. Um, We're going to get into a lot of stuff here coming up. But first, let's say hello to everybody. If you're new during the show, uh, you need to check in right now. Chat Migos, how do you do that? You hit that thumbs up like I just did right now. Hit the subscribe right there and then hit the bell for notifications and hit all. Then where it says say something, you can drop your comments, your questions, anything right there. If it's something that you need to be answered or said, you see that money symbol right there, you hit that and that's a super chat. Uh, just like uh, Ronald Ramos already did, free, free it. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to turn it into that episode again. But thank you, Ronald, and you are now in timeout as well too. So let's get right into it. We got the Wrestling Hound, Joshua, Johnny Number Cinco, East Coast Figs, Jake Peterson, Kevin. What's up, Kevin? Kevin got me a Christmas gift today, dude. I'm super excited. Whoa. Um, yes. Let's see. Uh, Robert Hunt is here. Norin, the one and only Sean S. Had an amazing day today yes, with all the did. Disney Plus uh, news going out there. I, I'm, I'm just overwhelmed with it all. Papa Schmitty's here. Uh, let's see. Norin. I'm trying to get everybody here. Uh, Ronald Ramos. Tivas. Uh, Jace Figs. Uh, Plasti, uh, Plasti Adico. Uh, Lago Figs. Robert Hunt. What would you say? I said Plastic Addicto. Plastic Addicto. I mean, yeah. What, whatever what if we're mean? saying that correctly i'm sorry if we're because he uh, has butchering. it separate right okay okay i'm gonna call him plasty okay if that works dorian, for you dorian g dark bulb scruffy nerd winger lose uh smash lab is in the house ek 
uh let's see ryan's here scruffy nerd born to hula uh jerry's talking in the chat today this time we got them all set up for that yep so uh that is jerry with us on right now guys uh action figure expert let's see nick's figs urban spidey adam number two how's it going yats what's up mike tyson nice fight oh wow uh yeah the one only mike tyson is here guys yeah. brian um dorian play no games laser pants is here just came off with uh kevin at toying around uh i was in there for a little bit thunder crow norin uh let's see uh blake action figure boncho toying around is here which oh. i just said night nightwing x uh double down hustle uh prime to the first is here welcome back what's up uh ox meat pete and that's everybody okay cool well you know as always make sure to go share with your friends right now let them know uh we're here jerry's here we're gonna be talking soda street fighter you don't want to miss it part two is starting right now boom oh there you go there you go where do we start? Oh man, uh, I I don't even know. What do we got here? I know you just got it up as an image, Jerry. But do you remember what year this was? This is two thousand five. Um, I, I I said I was going to go through images so that it was easier to find stuff. So if somebody calls out, "Hey, do you have anything from Riddick or or whatever?" Um, I could find it easier. So I did. I went through a lot. I couldn't go through all of it, but I've got a lot of it organized. So if anybody wants to see something specific, I could find it. But during that, I found a bunch of behind the scenes pictures of working in the shop or at cons. And uh, there are a bunch of these pictures from 2005. And behind the soda toys booth, you can see that's Palisades. Um, and, uh, you know, me and Palisades, you know, we were kind of joined at the hip um, forever. I mean, basically the entire time both companies were alive, um, you know, um, and um, it's funny because uh, so they have these, I'll pull up a different picture. I'll pull up a picture of the Palisades booth. Um, okay. So. <laughs> and this was, this was of course, Comic-Con, right? Yes, San Diego Comic Con, okay. uh, two thousand five. Oh, didn't work that time. Oh, fine. But it says it. No, I me, can see it. What let happened? Me, let me fix it. Oh, it's only in our chat. I'll fix it right now. Okay. Um, Adam's all hey. <laughs> all right. Let's see. Is it not working? Oh, there here we go. go. There oh, but is. now we have Adam. This is that was perfect. We had all four of us plus the picture. Ugh. <laughs> Almost. Almost got it. Yeah, these are going. Okay, so going this to is be... the Palisades booth. Yes. So this was the Palisades booth, and um, you could see they have all these. Uh, square display cabinets that go together. Anyway, the, the guy who was in charge, always in charge of putting the Palisades booth together and taking it apart was Steve Havecki. And Steve and I are very close friends. We have been forever. And uh, I posted this pic on Facebook. And 
didn't take him long to swoop in and say, oh my God, those cases were a nightmare. And it reminded <laughs> me that I was so close to, I thought they were cool looking. I was so close to buying all the same cases for my booth at Soda until I watched Steve try to put them all together and it just took forever. So um, just a small little anecdote that I, I remember. Big, big I shout out to Steve Havecki too. He used to put together and work at the General Giant booth. Oh, um, yeah. he, he worked at Mezco. Like he's done everything. He, he, is... he was in charge of Alex Ross's booth at San Diego for, for years. Um, he's a great guy. And we're doing some stuff together. Uh, I can't talk about it yet. It's not Ooh. toy related. But, um, Ooh, books. He, he, yeah, books. It is. Um, yeah. And um, he's just a wonderful person. One of my best friends. Nice. So do you have any, um, let's start off with like a bang here. Like I remember you showed us some dark stalker stuff. Did you find some dark stalker stuff? I did. Uh, I'm never sure what's been showed and what's not been showed. Um, Well, we want to see it all. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So whatever you pick. (laughs) So I like, um, kind of behind the scenes stuff. So here's a, a shot of the Dimitri. It's not showing up. Hold on, um, I'm, I'm on it, I'm on it. We good? Do you have to do it manually every time? Cause we didn't last time. Um, every time you leave the screen share and go back to the screen share, I think. That's okay, one. there it is, it's I see right. it. I see it on the live feed. So. I'm on top of it. So this was the, the PU sample of Dimitri from China. So this was the first time we saw Dimitri. Um, I, I I always love these things because they have notes written on them in, in Mandarin and and uh, <laughs> or that came to me. I can never remember. You'd think after twenty years of going there and doing this, I can remember <laughs> which language. Um, so I'll just call it Chinese. No disrespect to anybody, but um, I just love this kind of stuff. This these samples and PU samples and prototypes and stuff. So. so um, so for the listeners that, that, you know, may not know, so that since we're kind of like taking a look behind the scenes here, you said you've been going there for so long. What, what, what's, uh, I guess, what's kind of the, uh, the protocol for that? So when you're making a line like this, you have to fly out to China and, and uh, check out these prototypes in person or. If you want it to come out good, you do. Okay. And but not everybody does. Um, and that's where you made the mistake with the, the planet of the apes, correct? Very good memory. Yeah, okay. I did not know when went. None of us went out there for Planet of the Apes. Um, I just thought, uh, same with the first Jenna figure. I just thought you send it to China and they send you back this cool stuff. It does not work like that. So what happened is um, we started Street Fighter or maybe it was Tomb Raider and Riddick, but we started a few projects at the same time and they were bigger projects. It wasn't like one Jenna Jameson figure, a Planet of the Apes minibus. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go out there for a few months. And that's what I did. I went out there and I stayed there. I think it was nine weeks. I stayed there and I learned everything about how they do everything. I sat at the factory um, on the assembly lines for days and days and days, just watching them. And I'd step in and say, well, Maybe we can try to paint it like this or, or like this. And, and, um, 
And um, yeah, I, I think that was a big part of why Soda's product came out of the gate kind of like we, we had already been experienced. Okay. Um, I, I just sat there and, uh, and did it. And, and it, it was miserable. <laughs> um, well, back then, China really still was a third world country. I mean, in 2000, 2001, uh, you know, you would, you would, it was like you were in Beirut. Get, I mean, buildings were falling. You could look into, into, you know, you'd be driving down the street and, uh, and I have pictures actually I found of, of people are living in buildings where the walls have fallen and oh, like, wow. um, you just see right into the room they're living in. And, and it, it was crazy back then. There were like no traffic laws. Everything was just like, um, it's much different now. It's been much different for, for over a decade, but, mm-hmm. uh, back then, no, it was, it was, uh, it was, it, it, and so my point is, uh, the food, you know, I lost so much weight, um, because <laughs> all, all I ate was, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken and McDonald's, um, which, which existed back towards the hotel that I was staying at, but, um, during the time at the factory, if I was at the factory for six hours that day or eight hours, there was nothing there that, that I could stomach. Uh, the first time I tried eating food, local food that like the factory workers and everybody was eating, mm-hmm. I was, I was sick in bed for three days. Afterwards. Oh my gosh. I was just throwing up. I couldn't get out of bed and I was like, all right, so that's it. So, so I would, I would stop at McDonald's in the morning and I'd get a few hamburgers, I'd stick them in my backpack and, and then I'd just eat them throughout the day. Wow. That, that was, that was life in China back then. It's, it's completely different now. It's and you totally did this different. for eight months? No, no, no. It was, it was about nine weeks. Nine weeks. Okay. Yes. Nine oh, weeks. Wow. And that was, so you learned all the in and outs and everything. What were you, what were you there for first? Was it, the Street Fighter stuff? Was it the Darkstalkers stuff? It wasn't Street Fighter. I want to say it was <clears throat> Tomb Raider. Uh-huh. It was definitely Tomb Raider. And it may have been the first series of Now Playing at the same time. I know there were two lines <clears throat> that we were doing simultaneously. Um, <clears throat> and I know one was Tomb Raider. And I, I can't remember if it was the first series of Now Playing or if it was Riddick. It was one of those that was going along with Tomb Raider. And then Street Fighter came a little bit after that. Okay. I really loved the Riddick figures. Um, The only problem, Jerry, I don't know if you've noticed it, like if you still have any of those. They're all sticky. Yeah, I... I, um... I don't remember exactly what the problem was. I mean, we figured it out pretty quickly, which was, it was a badly mixed paint. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't think they use the same paint now, but back then they actually added a catalyst to the paint. And it was, it was, it was this, like, if you've ever used fiberglass, you have to, you, you have the resin and you have the catalyst. And if you don't put enough catalyst in it, it, it's always sticky. The fiberglass never loses its tack. And every single Riddick figure that came off that production line was sticky. Oh. It wasn't a batch. It was the entire run was sticky. We got was, a, 
a very generous super chat from toying around. He said the food was lacking butter. That's an inside joke. He, uh, he was complaining online the other day about only being able to buy four things of butter and not any more. They limited him. So we've been, <laughs> we've labeled him the butter baron for that. And the butter jokes have been going back and forth just to fill <laughs> you in. <laughs> So the food in China was lacking butter. Yes. Yes. That's what he was talking about. Yes. <laughs> but back to the sticky thing. Um, I think SH Figu Arts has the same issue with their aura effects, like the power aura effects. Yeah. I have one of those on my Dragon Ball Z shelf that is the stickiest thing in the universe. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I could talk about China for, for a very long time. Um, I, I have a I have a love hate relationship with it. Mostly love these days because it's 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 like you, it's like a first world country now. Mm -hmm. But I still remember how rough it was in the beginning. But at the same time, it was a really uh, adventurous thing to do. I mean, you know, uh, going to China back then was not something people generally did even even it wasn't even really heavily touristy at that time mm -hmm. uh, but um if you want me to pull up a picture of that i could find it or we could keep going on dark stalkers um go ahead and bring a picture uh, i i think i think that'd be cool you guys cool with that I am absolutely cool with seeing old China pictures. Yes, I know. yes. I've heard so many stories about like, you know, back in the, the I think the, the mid to, to late 90s of all the people that used to go to China and a lot of the different companies, all the people that would go would plan their trips around each other too. So it would be like, you know, yes. guys from Toy Biz, guys from Palisades, guys, you know, like, and they'd all be like, oh, time for China trip. So you'd get cruise over and there. Whatever you do, you try not to go in the summer because the humidity, especially in August, is it's unbearable. It really is. Like I I'm in I'm in Georgia right now, and people say Georgia's humid. No. Like compared to China, this is this has been nothing. We got um, a very generous super chat from Salvador Sandoval. He says, Hi Jerry. Hope you get in the figure game again. Respect. Well, thank you very much. I, uh, I, I'd love to. Um, it's just, I think if I do, it's going to be something original. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure what I do licensed these days. Mm. It's all being done so well already. Like, everything is good. It's, it's crazy. I mean, back in my day, um, there were more bad figures than good figures. Now it's, it's everything looks so good. Uh, where the heck? Oh, here we so go. While, while you were here for these eight weeks and, and visiting the factories and everything that would then turn around and do the soda toys, were they different factories or was it always the same or were you like traveling around? Did you get this one? Let's see. Um, so I just shared a picture. Um, the first couple of years, um, I didn't want to put my eggs in, in one basket. And so we were using different factories. Um, mm. So it, there were three factories, I believe, at that time. Um, but then I, I ended up cutting a deal. And this came back to bite me in the ass. 
I ended up cutting a deal with uh, Brighton International. They don't exist anymore, so I don't mind talking smack about them. Um, <laughs> I ended up cutting a deal with Brighton International. Uh, the guy who owned it was David Hoy, and he was doing really great stuff for everyone. Um, he was doing stuff for, for me, and he was doing stuff for Palisades, and he was doing uh, Mezco, I believe. The, the, the big factory was uh, Lucky Yay. Uh, Lucky Factory was, and they still are a big factory there, and I used them for some stuff too, but we, Soda was a smaller company, and we were kind of a cog in the wheel, and we didn't get the attention at Lucky that I would have liked, so um, I cut this deal with Brighton, to give them almost everything in exchange. They gave us very favorable terms and we were kind of the, the big, uh, the big client at Brighton. Um, and it worked great for a few years. I mean, he did the street fighter. He did tomb Raider. He did not do Riddick. Um, <laughs> uh, I think lucky did Riddick. Um, so he did some really amazing stuff that, you know, people to this day still think are great figures like street fighter. And I don't know, I generally don't, I genuinely don't know what happened, but at some point he lost control of, of, of the, the whole process and um, <clears throat> it resulted in, uh, if your, your listeners remember the catastrophe that was the, uh, the quarter, was it, is it quarter scale? The giant darkness mega scale oh. figure. Oh, where I remember that. All of them arrived broken at the waist. Oh, uh, because the the um, the packaging just wasn't done correctly. And uh, <coughs> water time. <laughs> it was like that figure. I think you know it's part partially just due to how big his cape was because he had a fully sculpted cape as well right yeah and and it should not have been that thick so yeah. so it had that weight and um i don't i don't really remember what happened there but um that was the beginning of the end and uh what um he disappeared he just disappeared one day i couldn't find them <laughs> palisades couldn't find them we never heard from him again. Um, our money was gone. Oh, uh, wow. it, it, it was just, it was a disaster. Um, and he helped put both, both of us under. Um, I mean, I think he hurt me more than Palisades. Uh, but, uh, but it was, it was, it, he, he definitely had a hand in, in, uh, things going really sideways for both companies. Um, and then I heard he, he moved to, to England, and, but I, I never, you know, spoken to him again. I don't, yeah, I don't see why you'd want to. <laughs> no, no. And, and I really liked him. I mean, we, we, we had a really good time. I don't think whatever happened, I don't think it was intentional. Uh, but culturally, what you'll, you'll learn if you're working with China is saving face is very important. And, um, they and gosh, this sounds so stereotype, but but I don't mean it that way because I have so many wonderful friends there. Um, but as far as business, they don't like to admit when they made a mistake, 
and, and they will just ignore it and, oh. and disappear. Um, you know, it sounds um, like some of these uh, these Kickstarter guys that uh, they'll, they'll start it's up. It's a uh, lot like that. It's yeah. a lot like that. Like I can't deal with this. You know, I'm just going to disappear. Yeah, yeah. There's been a couple Shut lines up. that were promised, and you know, some some a lot of people backed that Kickstarter, wow. and these dudes just dipped out. They just vanished. Boom, yeah, gone. And I don't think very many, if any intend for it to go that way but when it gets out of hand i think some people just shut off and that's what happens Mm -hmm. and uh he he basically abandoned the factory i mean there's a whole story uh that i don't even remember anymore mike corn probably remembers it but maybe ken lilly but it was it was it was horrific i was so stressed out at that time i was hospitalized for panic attacks Oh my gosh! Uh, it was it was it was rough. So this is a uh, this this is this is a photo, and I have more. Uh, this is what you see you saw at that time when you were just driving through China. Um, you saw buildings like this. Um, they were they were not um, unusual. So another one, this is a good example of like you can, the walls have fallen out and uh, they just, people continue to live in them. Oh, wow. Now you really don't see this anymore unless you go really way into rural China. Okay. But, but at the time that I was going, you, you saw this like a block from your hotel. I mean, that's just how it was. Um, But um you yeah. didn't do it up fancy and then stay in uh, Hong Kong hotels and then travel to the mainland? No, because I get car sick. And so I would rather stay in at that time. Uh, now there are beautiful, gorgeous hotels in China that, you know, everybody stays in. There's no reason to stay in Hong Kong anymore. But back then, yes, everyone stayed in Hong Kong because you didn't want to stay in China. There was no food you could eat. Uh, it was like this. And and the hotels were shitty. Sorry, bad. Um, <laughs> and um, but I hated traveling so much, and I would get so nauseous on the two three hour car trip that I just chose to stay in China. And everybody thought I was nuts. But but to yeah, me, but it was when, a better solution. Yeah, when you weigh when you weigh vomiting versus you know not. Uh, you always kind of lean towards not vomiting. So. <laughs> well, I mean, you get, you know, you get so car sick, you're sick the whole day at that point. It's not like I can run a 7-Eleven and get some Dramamine. Yeah, yeah um, that's true. That, that didn't exist there. Um, so, yeah, it, 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 it was, uh, but at the same time, I enjoyed the adventure of it. Um, at least for the first couple of years okay um then then not so much then it was like oh gosh i gotta go to china yeah i gotta go uh, watch them and make sure that everything comes out okay mm. right and and but now like let's say over the past seven eight years it's so 
first world and normal there. There's like, I enjoy, other than the flight, which sucks, it's 16 hours and there's no way to get around it. Um, and I'm not coughing up first class money. It's like well, <laughs> or something. Um, so the flight sucks, but, but otherwise, um, it's, it's nice being a child. I mean, you know, there's, it's just like anywhere else. It's like any other big city in any, any other first world country. So, so it's just very different now. Nice. Uh, so we can move back to Darkstalker. Yeah, this is always so um, good to know and everything. Like we said, we have so many artists all the time in the chat and people who are here who someday, you know, would even like to do exactly what you did and everything. And there's a lot of work and so much like we did in part one, so much backstory just to getting this point and then eight weeks in the factory that you have to watch them and make sure that you're learning the correct way and everything that there is just to get these great figures that we once had at a time. And, and that's awesome. What are you bringing up next? More dark stalkers, street fighters. Yeah. I'm going to put something else up, but I want to say something about what you just said, which is interesting, which is you will learn. I mean, you know, you guys, I'm sure you're old enough to have to know this, but, but younger people will learn. No one cares about your product as much as you do no right, one right 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 and here's the thing i was the only company owner that actually was hands-on over there and they were very oh. confused by that because <laughs> right. Arlen didn't go sit on a production line uh even mez didn't go sit on a production line you know mm -hmm. he'd go there they'd have a few meetings he'd go back to they'd go party at night um I was there to work like right. every day, like paint on my hands. And, and, and you they, know what, Jerry, I think the product, the product shows. They were very confused by that whole thing. And, I, and they had a, they didn't believe I was the owner of the company. Like <laughs> wow. it, it, it was hard to get that through to their head. Wow. Um, bizarre. So, so that was interesting. So this is, I don't, I don't know. I just think this is cool because, um, you know, Back then, not a lot of companies were doing figures as complicated. So here's a blow apart uh, of Dimitri from Darkstalkers. One second. Okay. All right. I just like this this photo. Now, you know, everyone's seen figures taken apart like this. But back then... Um, and we got to say back then. I mean, Dimitri, what, what year are we talking here? Uh... We probably started developing this in 20 or 2003, I would guess. Three. So we're talking 17 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we still don't get this today in, in some lines. This well, is it's true. easy now because they can do it digitally. You just blow it all apart digitally. But back then, you know, when we were still doing things by hand, nobody took pictures like this, really. Um, right. I don't know. Partly maybe it was just because nobody thought to, but partly maybe because um, uh, they didn't want to give away stuff, maybe. I don't know. I've never been very secretive. So let's see what else we have. Um, and that's just sadly, to show I don't part, have any, I couldn't find any finished pictures of Dimitri, um, but I know they exist. Let's see, here's raptor 
which never came out. So Lord Raptor. Man. Yeah, I remember seeing this. I, yeah, I was going to say, I remember stuff. seeing this in uh, Toy Fair. Yep. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm getting that. Yeah, so that yeah, was, that was that my... Oh, man. Yeah, that was my... Uh, my concises too i was like oh i can't wait till these drop like I, i've got the street fighter and this is oh this is it this is the ticket man dark stalker still had some heat back then um i'm honestly surprised capcom has has not really done much with it in in 20 years i mean there was the 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 re uh i don't know what you want to call it it wasn't a reboot but like the the remake uh, that they did, and you know they throw Morgan and and stuff. Occasionally. They throw, yeah, they throw Morgan in a but, lot of stuff, but but a real and, and they did they did a they did an app thing, but they haven't done a real Darkstalkers game. We have we have a Storm Collectibles Dimitri coming up soon. I've pre-ordered it, so yeah, and, and you know, Storm kicks butt with Street Fighter, so I expect Darkstalkers figures to be just as as good. Yeah. Um, so that's Raptor. I've got. I would imagine that they would like. I don't even after like the success of Street Fighter Four, you would think that they would come out with, you know, they would revamp Darkstalkers and let it like come out, you know. But they just it just I guess they they figure the fan base isn't there. But there's still people that play online. When I was deep into you know Street Fighter statues in the earlier days of PCS, I kept asking them is there a new dark soccer's game being made you know are we going to get a new dark soccer's game street fighter at this time was still street fighter 4 street fighter 4 is doing well and i knew they were working on 5 and and yeah i just thought they were just telling me no because they didn't want it to leak but it really was no there, there was no game yeah. um it really really surprised me um let's see there's a lot of pics of Morgan out there that we did, but um, she was really beautiful. Um, I thought it was a really nice Morgan. Yes. Did wasn't she? Was she coming with Lilith, or was Lilith another character in the wave? Like, what was the deal? Um, it was it was Morgan, Dimitri, and Lord Raptor. And then we had already started series two, which was Lilith, Anacharis, and I don't remember. We may not have even chose the third figure in that. that yeah, I don't know. I this I'm not sure if this was like when you were still there, or when you had just left, like right before I left. But we also did a Donovan head for the Dimitri body because we were gonna do. The like Donovan at one point at, is like wearing uh, Dimitri's costume just in a, it's like a color palette swap. So yeah. we were going to do a, a Donovan head for that too. I don't know. What I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember. I mean, I wouldn't have been against that. So it could have been something I. I yeah, it might have been. I honestly like all that. It's like the fact that you like you were talking about this, like where it's like, I don't remember the time and everything. It's like, I don't like. It's all a blur to me. That's 15 years ago. Mm. You know how many yeah. toys we've made since then? It's crazy. Look at, look at that bust. Look at Woo. the profile. Dude, these were just, yeah, it was going to be amazing. 
that oh man seriously the like the dark stalkers line and the micronauts line are like the two right giant sob stories of oh, like big time you know yeah. like that's a it's just a shame that neither saw the light of day. I don't know which 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 hurts me more, the fact that these never came out or that we got those uh those weird final round what was it, Street Fighter final round or last round or whatever the whatever they were called. Those you can play like that's Alexi, Renee, and Beardy's fault. I was long gone. <laughs> and- isn't that really? I mean, I'm not, I'm not to talk crap about people, but isn't it really the fault of the guy who bought the company? Yes. Um, I, oh, Jerry, I you, know, you know that I have loved. I know, I know you're joking, but, but I don't know if they know that. So, yeah. well, no. uh, but um, that's true. It was the most bizarre decision. Like, it, it, I, I don't. I still to this day, I have no idea why it happened, other than the new owner just didn't want to do anything that I developed out of ego because yeah, why buy I... a company and then cancel what was successful about it? It just doesn't make any sense. And, and I'll, I'll never know. Well, even uh, the, the original Zangief that you guys were working on that you'd showed off before. Gorgeous. Oh my gosh. And I remember when the Zangief came out, like mm-hmm. I was, you know, I didn't know what was going on behind the scenes. So you know, I show up to Comic-Con like, all right, cool. I'm going to get this Zangief. It's on. And like, I'm looking at it and I'm like, this isn't what I remember at all. Like, this is not, this doesn't look anything like what I remember. Like this doesn't, like, it's not ringing any bells here at all. And yeah, it didn't, didn't make any sense because they were done. So, so here's the sculpture, uh, Will's sculpture, um, his his castling sculpting was so darn clean like yeah it's monster amazing yeah i know um who was it in the chat i want to say um i think it was okay yeah it was ronald ramos he said if these came out now he would buy them these dark stalker figures and correct yeah, yeah i would look, get them too they look amazing look at them. even yeah, now look at it. Look at this, like what, this is what you guys got to understand. Like we said, this is like 17 years ago and and wow, you you had such a diverse wave. Like you just showed her from the butt to the bus, to the (laughs) wing, everything. But I'm saying like everything, just, you got to imagine how this was back then. This is why we flipped out about these figures Mm -hmm. and and the, the street fighter. Like it was just changing the game. And then, you know, to see this, you didn't have, you know, just your basics or whatever. I mean, look at that. That would have been in this wave one. I mean, that's a giant. That's a monster. Mm-hmm. And from that sculpt to this and, and the articulation and everything, it just, we were we were so in love with it all. Yeah. It, I saw amazing. someone just mentioned Soul Calibur. And uh, I don't remember if the deal was signed or not, but we were we were about to start Soul Calibur at, at, at Soda. Wow. Um um, and, uh, it, it, along with the Marvel license, there were a bunch of new licenses that, that the new guy just didn't, didn't, uh, what do you want to call it? Complete. Mm-hmm. You know, wow. he just backed out of, out of all of them. You, you know, you were there. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Soul Calibur was one of my favorite games at that, that time. Not very long though. I left pretty quickly after you did. 
<laughs> Adam's <true>. all. <laughs> so yeah. this this this, uh, this Darkstalkers figure. I mean, the sculpture and then Cat's paints. I mean, it's 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 a beautiful figure. Did do you do you um do you remember at all what if like so like they did the sculpture for this and the the paint? Uh, do you remember if there was any accessories that were sculpted for this? I don't. I don't remember. Do you remember? They're definitely there. I mean, yes. Yeah, I remember because I mean, like, there had to have been, but I don't remember what they would be. Yeah, they're like they're obviously like just like the 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 Street Fighter figures. There were extra hands. Um, think that there were some extra head expressions here and there, and then there were we we did some of the like the little like kind of buddy characters, you know, like the. Um, Morgan Lilith had bat versions and stuff. So it was like there were like little additional pieces for sure. Oh, wow. Here's one of the extra hands um, I just found. Um, not that it's a big deal, but but it's it's there. So uh, Oh, okay. Because you can see the hand is open and the, uh, the hands in the pictures I just showed are all kind of right. like that. Right. And for the people listening, he's got a kind of like a karate chop hand. The the hand that he's showing has a eyeball in the middle. And the figure that we're looking at is the, um, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting his name again. Anacharis? Uh, um, I, I call him um, Anacharis, but I know that's mispronouncing his name. It's I think it's Anacharis, but... Um, well, here's something, something funny, too. Anacharis sounds like a Playboy playmate or okay, something. Okay, Adam. We're... Uh, we're <laughs> a Russian All the time, spot. The Russian uh, spot. I don't think any of us knew either. I mean, because all we had to go was off of the video game. So any way that they had called it is what we were saying. You know what I mean? Well, we didn't, we didn't... It's 2020 and people are still arguing how to pronounce Ryu. Yeah. <laughs> no. I pronounce everything wrong anyway. So I just... Yeah. You know what's great? actually pronounce his name properly. The, the Ru. You know, there's like this roll of the tongue that that I, I can't do it. So I go with the, the lame American accent version, which is Ryu. Or there's even like that weird kind of like, it's like almost like it sounds like you're saying Dio because it's like Dio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I some had of the, a, some, some of the cartoons was, when they said it fast. That was Darkstalkers. What do we want to jump to next? Okay, can we can we um kind of like go through the the beginning of what started the street fighter line like i guess the the Janie is a giant street fighter fan um, so we have yeah. to talk street fighter i'm sorry so, I, I i just yeah pa- palisades was was doing was going to do street fighter i don't know if the deal was signed or not i've probably been told at some point but i don't remember um mark mostman was was the head of licensing for capcom um and mark mostman is is one of the nerdiest geekiest friendliest nicest people you'll you'll ever meet a true fan uh, as well as working in the industry. And so Mark knew that I was going to end up sculpting at least some of the Street Fighter figures for Palisades. And then Palisades and Capcom got into an argument. I don't know the details of that. Mike Horn from Palisades would would be the the one to to know the details. Um, But the deal fell apart <clears throat> and then Mark came to me and said, you were going to sculpt them anyway. You're already starting to make your own figures. 
why don't we just give you the Street Fighter license? And I said, I don't have the money to do another another big license. And to me, Street Fighter was going to be bigger than anything I was currently doing, Riddick or Tomb Raider or, or Porn Stars. Um, <laughs> I, it, it was very intimidating to me, and I didn't feel I was, I was up to the task. Um, so I turned it down. I don't know if you... Oh no! Did we lose him? No. There oh, okay. There he is. Okay. There you go. You don't know what? Uh, I don't know if Mark shopped it around after. Oh, it says the internet connection is unstable. You're good now, though. Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Um. So after I turned Street Fighter down, I don't know if Mark shopped it to other companies or if he just kept it in his back pocket to ask me again in a couple months, which he did. <laughs> and he basically pestered me um, until I got past my fear of doing it. And I said, yes, even though I didn't really know how I pay for it. Uh, paying for the license was easy because they didn't even ask for any money up front because he really wanted me to do it. Oh, nice. Uh, wow. But paying to make it, you know, you're talking $15,000 a figure to steal tool, not including development. And then he got to pay for the, you know, there was no crowdfunding. We weren't doing pre-orders like that. Um, then he got to pay for, for the product. And, you know, you hoped to negotiate a small enough deposit with the factory that when it's ready to ship, you can invoice all your customers, meaning at that time, retailers and distributors, not individuals, mm -hmm. um, and get that money in fast enough to then pay the factory what you owe them before they start to get pissy that you're, you haven't paid. It's, you know, we, we so were just you're robbing, juggling, juggling money that, that back then. It, it wasn't like we had, see, it all comes down to the problem that I, I don't have any uh, education or, or as far as business or anything like that. And I didn't, I didn't even know how to go get a line of credit or anything. So, everything that was done was was cash on hand um so you're robbing peter to pay paul know, all the time well not really because that makes it sound like you're always under like a debt oh okay. but it was it was it was just that initial we didn't have the cash to to fund the the advance costs even though the line was very profitable in the end Mm -hmm. um so so anyway mark talked me into it i said okay and and we jumped into it and the first line was sculpted by me alexi and maybe um you know what i think it might have just been me and alexi um at that time will hadn't will hadn't come out out yet yeah, no, I don't think Will was there yet. But did was John Stevens there yet doing stuff? I, I think John. I don't think John was there either. Renee was there, but he wasn't sculpting yet. I mean, no, he may Renee, have... and, Renee and Steve were doing just molding casting then. Yeah, they may have done some cleanup or something, but I think it was it was me and Alexi. The pictures I found um, are Alexi's hands. Now I didn't organize it that well to know to like be able to click on Alexi's hands. 
Uh, I'll take whatever I can get, Jerry. Okay. <laughs> he just wants Street Fighter. Okay. So here's Alexi working on Bison. Um, hi, honey. My dog's here. That's okay. And the uh, we at some point we got to talk about the 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 giant, the larger than life size uh, cigar. It wasn't larger than life. It was life size. Like okay. Well, he's yes, he's giant. I'm short, so yeah, he was giant. Well, even to me, he was giant. So here's Alexi sculpting uh, Sagat, I mean, Bison. Um, and I posted this online to see if anyone could tell me who did the turnarounds. To this, I don't remember who did our turnarounds. They're really nice. I thought maybe it was Ken Lilly, and Ken Lilly told me no. So I don't remember who did our turnarounds, but... You can see, and then behind, you can see the turnaround for Sodom is behind there, too. And then Ryu, his turnaround is behind there as well. Um, Ryu's is at the bottom. Sodom's is to the left. But Alexi, so I can tell I roughed this body out because this was my kind of, that was my style at that time. I could definitely tell it. But I think Alexi did the head. He's working on the head there. Um that's always been one of my one of my more favorite versions of uh, M. Bison. I just I, I loved everything about this line. Uh, it was... I, I I like my favorite Street Fighter look is Alpha, and and that was and you with could Big tell. Thick Bison. Yes. Um, what's funny is um, so <clears throat> I bypassed Capcom approvals on most of this. Um, <laughs> well, really? I knew I had. I knew I had Mark Mosman, the head of licensing, on my side, and I knew they they wanted us to do it badly enough that they gave it to me for no money. So I felt like I had, I don't want to say power. I wasn't on a power trip, but I was super busy, and I felt like if you wanted me to do this this badly, let me do it my way. Right. Don't screw around with me. Right. And yeah. I didn't want to open the door to them having input. So I basically just didn't do approvals until it was too late. <laughs> he knows me well enough to know that that, that happens. Um, <laughs> I didn't do approvals until it was too late for them to tell me to change stuff. And so we sculpted, we, we didn't show them anything until we had finished prototypes. Oh, wow. And then oh. they came back and they were like, well, we really don't want to do thick bison. We want to do thin bison mm -hmm. street fighter and, two bison yeah yeah and i was like sorry <laughs> it was like hey. yeah so i mean it's kind of crappy on on my part but i i've been doing commercial art at that time long enough to know to to remember how many times the the boss screwed up what could have been great and, i think and that's what that's what really was the appeal of that line was the fact that you chose to go with the 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 alpha look because the alpha was still really hot back then well and do you know what my thinking really was here, here this is the honest to god truth i'm i'm such a massive marvel geek I felt Alpha looked like what Street Fighter would look like if it was in the Marvel Universe. I like that even better. That's that's why I did it. I was like, you know what? This 
this this art looks like Marvel. You know, there, of course, yeah. there's Marvel versus Capcom, but Marvel versus Capcom looks like Alpha. Yeah, um, it does. You're right. They even use a lot and, of the same sprites from Alpha. That, that's what I wanted. I wanted it to look because I'm a frustrated Marvel artist at heart, right? And and so that's that's how I I tailored stuff is to like, you know, how can I do this and make it feel like I'm working on Marvel? That's you know, oh, that's man. the truth. Wow, I've never thought of it that way. <laughs> And now you can just totally see it. Oh yeah, for sure. And it was great. Yeah. It's 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 the Marvel Street Fighter line. That's why. That's probably why I love them so much. I love both of those. Correct. Things. Right. Yeah. And then to say why we love Marvel versus Capcom so much as well too. Yeah. Because it was it was just kind of embedded other. into us. This was uh, this is so low res, but it's what I got. So this was the main soda sculpting room at the very beginning before we moved into uh the nicer building um what this was is this was uh this was a corner of the effects shop because i owned an effects studio at the time this was a corner of the effects shop that we walled off and hung toys and and turned into the the toy studio um and you could see here you could see justice joseph in the foreground uh, Justice still works in toys, right? Justice is still sculpting toys. I believe so. I mean, he's digital, but yeah, I believe. Right, right. Well, everybody's digital. Yeah. But uh, and then behind Justice, uh, or to the side left of Justice, is Alexi. Alexi was my basically my head sculptor. Um, it sounds bad saying it this way, but he was my head sculptor until Will came in. Um, Alexi did not get a demotion. He's he's a fantastic sculptor. Always was, but. Will just had a a magical knack um, that was better than me. So Will Will was ahead of he was a, you know ahead of me as far as sculpting. Um, but the good thing was Alexi liked to do monster stuff more anyway. So Alexi was doing a lot of the now playing stuff, and so he didn't mind that he wasn't doing Street Fighter anymore. Mm -hmm. And Will was very happy to do Street Fighter. So it worked out for everybody. Nobody felt slighted in any way. At least I hope not. Um, Aces yeah, in the places, then, my friend. Aces in the places. Um, so, yeah. So you could see we, you know, every every day we went to, to or every, every uh, I forget what day that uh, toy deliveries were at Toys R Us back then. But whatever that day was, we'd go and we'd, we'd buy whatever the new figures were. And we were not picky. Like, we bought everything and we just type, pinned them up all over the walls all over the the exposed rafters because this was just a corner of the effect shop um those were those were good times notice we have fans because the ac didn't vent to that room oh my gosh um, <laughs> um i think adam talked about like that old shop but the shop that i worked in was right next like right literally right around the corner from a toys yeah. r us and the toys r us literally had a collector scalper store right next door like in the same parking lot there was <laughs> a reseller store where like you you'd never find anything in the toys r us you'd go next door and they would have everything new yeah he would he would walk but then we became friends with andrew do you remember we hired him oh yeah absolutely <laughs> we hired the guy from the scalper store andrew and i still talk to him at least once a week 
um, to come work in the office because, I mean, he was so knowledgeable about toys and, and, and passionate. And to me, I... He was I a regular on the old, what was it, Action Figure Times? Was that yeah, he, he wrote for Action Figure Times. Yeah. Oh, okay. I remember Action uh, Figure Times. Daniel wow. Pinion and Julius Marks started as well, was Action yeah. Figure Times. And uh, okay, I... Uh, it's important to me that the people um, working on this stuff are just as passionate as as I am. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it really, it really goes to show if you have someone who's passionate about it, they're gonna do a better job than someone's like, I'm just here for the check, man. You know, like I just, yeah. I just want to get my money and go home. You know, I'm just gonna click through a few of these behind the scenes pictures before we get back into yeah, um, yeah. I know it's small on here but you can see the original drawing for the Resident Evil Hunter figure peg, pinned up to the wall um, if you look on the, the left hand side mm -hmm. um, I still want someone <laughs> to do a Resident Evil now like a highly articulated 112 scale Resident Evil figure or line I would love that Resident Evil is is a very complicated property because the the creator oh he doesn't own it but they state the 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 he still has all the control over it and he's very selective about what he wants to do. Um, wow, you can see here. Uh, so we did a bunch of masks for the Misfits for one of the tours. You can see it hanging wow. on the fan. Um, uh, you, you can see, I mean, if you can see it, you can see yeah. there's some artwork, um, uh, predator artwork. We were working on mini bust for Palisades at that time. And, um, yeah, all, all sorts of good stuff in this, uh, picture. I think we're going to pull a, a, a Wade move on this super chat, Ernie. Yeah. He just wants to, he just wants to hear his name, but if he wants to hear his name, he's gonna have to pay more. <laughs> yeah, Man, that's that's all amazing. That just like so that was so in the front. So you were still then at this time running your effects stuff too, right? Poorly, but yes, because because <laughs> my my interest had really moved to to the toy side, and uh -huh. I I really was not into the effects stuff. Um, but, um, yeah, um, it was still, it was still running and operate my baby. And then you guys go and, and we're getting all the stuff from Toys R Us and everything then coming back with just like massive ideas to use for everything. Right. And how can oh, we do yeah. this better? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that wow. was the goal was to, I mean, we took all sorts of stuff apart and, and, and analyzed it and tried to figure out, you know, a way to do it even better uh here so, is an animal like this one here's yeah. snot painting did he oh he went for a beverage yes wow. he'll be right back though yes um if you don't oh. mind me asking while we wait for uh oh, oh. My gosh oh my god i gosh. know i i want that <laughs> so bad um if you don't mind me asking where did where did you guys get the idea from for the ankle pivot because that's that like this line was one of the first, I guess, domestic American lines to ever have the ankle pivot like that. I can tell you exactly how that came about. Woo. So there's a comp there was uh, I can't remember the name of this company, but they did Mortal Kombat figures. Um, 
they did one line of Mortal Kombat figures in the late 90s. And I can't remember what they were called. And that was all they ever did. And they had done these really cool ankle joints on these Mortal Kombat figures. And I really liked playing with those and posing those figures. Mm-hmm. There was a lot about them I didn't like, but I really liked the ankles and, and the legs. And so we sat around uh, thinking like, well, we want to do, you know, really nice ankle joints. And then, you know, it was like, well, these ankle joints on these Mortal Kombat figures are, are complicated without a necessary... They're, they're overly complicated for what you get. And we were like, why don't we just put balls in the ankles? And got to remember at that time, Japanese figures were hard to come by. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like we could go online and look at, you know, what's being done over in Japan. Um, so yes, there were figures in Japan that were already doing balls, uh, ball sockets in, in the ankles, but I didn't have any of those. And, and, so we just kind of, you know, and, and staying with the, the, the toe, the toe thing we did get uh, directly from that Mortal Kombat line, I believe. Okay. Uh, yeah, because you guys had put that cut joint in there in the ankle. And I mean, it wasn't perfect, but it was something that I didn't have in any other figure at the time. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, wow. Like, you can, you've got, an, uh, you know, like a somewhat half ankle pivot here. And it was... It was really awesome for posing, especially with that Sagat there because his feet were so, like, spread out. You know, you could get him in some cool poses. I remember I used to have him, you know, post up on, like, one foot all the time. No problem. Right. Um, I have to credit Michael Norman a little bit for for uh, turning me on to articulation um, because I was – I was more of a sculpture snob and I didn't really care about posing figures at the very beginning. I mean, this is before uh, I started, we started making our own stuff. This was back when I was sculpting for other companies. Um, I, I just wanted to sculpt something cool. I, I, I didn't like having to cut it all up and, and ruin the beauty of it with articulation um, until I saw Michael Norman start to, who was working for me at that time, start to pose figures like all around his desk that he was working at and all these cool poses. And I started to kind of like see the beauty of that. And, 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 and I tend to jump into things with both feet. And so I was like, all right, we're going to do articulation. Let's do articulation. Um, You know, let's not do it half-assed. Let's, let's just do it. So, you know, so that's why, the street fire line was so different than the now playing line where the now playing line to me, it was about bringing that character to your desktop. And yes, you should be able to move his arm or his head a little bit, but really it was about bringing that character to your desktop where street fire was about, it was a toy, you know, let's make a toy. Um, And that was, that was exciting. Do you see who that is, Adam? Can you tell? That's uh, that's Aaron McNaught. It is. It's not. Look at him. Yep. <laughs> young boy. Young boy. He's a very talented guy, man. We had a very generous super chat for Ronald Ramos. He says, say thick Nick, but with the British accent. Uh, thick Nick? 
Thick Nick. <laughs> no. Thickless Nicholas. Still, if it wasn't enough, I wouldn't have did it. Yeah. 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 yeah, that that Sagat figure is something that I've wanted back for a long time. That that was like just one of the pivotal points like for childhood and early collecting of why can't they all be this amazing? That's that's still one of one of my favorite figures, uh-huh. man. I love yeah. that figure even now. I had gotten out my um I'd gotten out all the soda stuff because I was gonna do the picture for uh Yes, Adam. No, there's like a little hand on my face. Oh, okay. That's Jerry's hand on your face. Oh no, that's mine. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Cheney, you got out your cigar. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I got out a lot of the, the old soda stuff, and it was just, like, kind of cool, like, going through it again. And, like, you know, a lot of that stuff I, I had to hunt down later on because – I was going to say that. Did you get out everything? Oh, yeah. No, it was all in one place, and I got it all out. And, um, you know, a lot of that stuff was hard to come by because in the beginning I just cared about player one. I just wanted all the player one stuff. And that was straight. So I had my player one stuff. I was good on that. And then I was like, you know what? I need all of the other colors. I want to, I want to, I want to go all in on this. I want them all. And so I have a majority of them. I think there's four or five, uh, you know, figures that I don't have the color of. And then obviously I don't have the clear employee exclusives, but other than that, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty up to date on it, but you know, even that white bison, um, or the gray one, I mean, that was awesome. Um, I wanted to ask too, Jerry, um, on that first wave. So that first wave was Ryu and bison, Sagat and Sodom, correct? Um, yes. Yes. Wave was, sorry, I got a text. Um, no worries. Bison Ryu, Chun Li. Oh, Chun Li, yeah, yeah. And so there was a there was, was an act. Am I missing one? No, five. I think... it was five. Yeah. Um, and there was a this. There was an accident uh, with the 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 shipping of those, right? Like a couple containers or some containers had fallen off uh, of one of the boats or something. I'd heard of. That did happen, but was that Street Fighter? I don't. I honestly don't remember um, what product that was. It, it might have been Street Fighter. It did really happen. I um, think it was Street Fighter, but I didn't think it was Wave One of Street Fighter. Oh, look at that! I heard it was Wave One, <laughs> um, because I, the Wave Ones know. are so hard to come by. Hmm. Um. Well, even even when that happened, we got replacements. It's not like they they didn't disappear into the the ether. Oh, uh, okay. So, I believe I have the spreadsheets buried somewhere. I, I didn't go through those. I could tell you exactly how many figures we made. Um, huh. um, I wanted. I, I, I want to talk about the bloody variants that we weren't supposed to make. All right, I'll pull those up in a second. Um, but yeah, this is this is a. Uh, uh, you have those, Cheney? No, I don't. And it was funny because for the longest time I didn't want those because I'm like, that's weird. Why would they have bloody variants? Like this is Street Fighter. So I I never. You know go ahead. Oh, I was I was just gonna go. 
I was just going to say versions. they were the if you lost. Yes, I know. I I got it. That's so awesome. <laughs> what what I wouldn't give for that wave again, dude. Uh, bloody bloody! I didn't label them that well. Uh, and, and then to top like, it off, chat migos and, and listeners too. That's wave one that you would go into your Suncoast video store, Toys R Us, uh, anything like that, and they were nineteen ninety nine. At some point, they're fourteen ninety nine too. I remember in some yeah. places. Yes, it depended on where you went, and for these amazing figures that are now just oh man, like I said, I, I oh, ugh. beautiful. The- the bloody ones were a, a Toy Fair magazine exclusive too, right? Is that am I remembering? I thought they were Comic Con. I thought they were Comic Con exclusive too, but yeah, I, I, I don't remember them showing that in Toy Fair. Like I was a diehard Toy Fair. Yeah, I, I don't I don't remember anything being that good in Toy Fair. Not saying it like that, <laughs> but I would have been all over it. No, because I mean, like they had Firestar. And they had, you know what I mean? Those ones that you could get from Toy Fair. Mm-hmm. I, I um, don't remember one of those. It's funny. As I'm looking through these pictures for, for the bloody. Did I disappear? No. 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 Um, as I'm looking through the pictures of the bloody, I'm just coming upon pictures of them posed. And you know what? They really were pretty cool. Um, they really did pose yes. well. Um like we said, this is Cheney's main line. He's only missing a couple. And, and when That's we true. very first started this show years ago as well, too, that would be my favorite thing was to look at all these. Oh, look at that. Yeah, see? Oh, God, I want that so bad. <laughs> okay, so here we go. This was the prototype of the bloody one um, because I could – I can tell because the the blood didn't look this good on the the production one. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, that's much better. Yeah. Man, that's amazing. Uh, According to the internet, guys, it was a Toy Fair exclusive. So uh, look at he lifted up. I won that round. Thank you. No, I you think was, lose. I think it was a Comic Con. I wish we had time to show you all these pictures because we spent <laughs> a lot of time like playing with them in the great poses, and they're these are just really cool looking. Five uh, EF. Uh, that's exactly what we we're just talking about, man. It was nineteen ninety nine, honestly, back in our day, and and on fourteen ninety nine sometimes too, or sales or anything. Okay, hold on real quick. I'll be I'll be right back if you can uh, leave uh, it on. Go. Oh, okay. You found a different picture or? I found the, the Ryu. Oh, okay. Yeah, bring up the Ryu and then hold it there so I can um, adjust when I get back. I'll, I'll be right back. Okay, so, okay, so Adam, you found out that these were Toy Fair. Toy, they were Toy Fair magazine exclusives. And Is like, this the two-pack with the red background? Two pack with the red background. So it was, you got both figures, bloody versions, and it was a Toy Fair exclusive. Jerry, you can explain more like what the deal was because, like, we ended up. You're the one that remembered where it came from. (laughs) I know, but like, like I said, my memory is fleeting. Certain things stick, other things don't. So the, I, 
I know that we made them. I don't know how many we made, and I pretty sure what happened was we weren't allowed to we weren't allowed to distribute them as a Toy Fair exclusive. Like, so I I'm pretty sure that they were like, I don't know. So, 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 so Alicia's so Crumb. Has, I have no idea. I have no. Alicia's idea. Crumb just said Toy Rocket. That's okay. I remember now. So you're right. They were a Toy Fair exclusive, but then Capcom wouldn't wouldn't approve them. Right. So Toy Fair couldn't take them. So we started selling them, kind of like that's, under the table. That's thank you. That's see. That's how I remembered it. That's, <laughs> Now there, there's two different versions, right? Didn't some come with extra heads and everything? I really, I now didn't. You're asking too much of me. <laughs> because I, I, if you look on eBay, honestly, there's the red pack. This is the two pack of them, yeah. and one always had extra heads in the middle, and then one didn't. And I always wanted to know was the bloody variant the one that didn't and that was just it was a bloody variant and the other regular came with all the exclusives i mean with all the heads oh there was like version there was a non-bloody two-pack and then a yes. bloody two-pack gotcha yes. yeah. but one that, came with extra stuff sounds familiar or did if, the bloody version also have all the extra it, hidden somewhere if i'm correct the the non-bloody version was a bootleg with the extra heads and everything? Yes. Really? Because I think only they they only put out the the bloody one and it it was kind of the one and done deal and then No. No. I'm you, sorry. I didn't mean to talk over you. No. no. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> it's your uh, you would, Yeah, you would yeah, know. You were there. <laughs> yeah. So so we did do that and it was um it was an exclusive for someone. I'm looking at the package right here, but it's not big enough for me to. What, Jerry, is that what happened? Because, like, I, I have a theory, because that I am seeing it here on my phone, that Extreme you weren't allowed to do the bloody versions for Toy Fair, so it ended up becoming just a, a, a regular two-pack for Toy Fair with the extra heads and stuff, and then the bloody ones, we just kind of did on the side they were our side well, the thing is that these two packs have a, a symbol on them a sticker and it looks like it says extreme toys which was a, a, a not a distributor but an online site back then i don't know maybe they're still around um here we go this is a larger image okay this is so awesome because of because of this uh-huh still can't read it like with all the rumors and everything so it's so we, awesome that we can't remember any of it <laughs> no but that it's coming back i mean like here was cheney with the in our day you know the old the old ghost stories the old uh well, well what i heard was you well, know yeah like i had said with the the shipping containers and stuff for the longest time i had read right. in a bunch of places that yes, hey i remember that too i just thought that that was after wave one okay, here we go sorry I have yeah. a bad habit of, of, as soon as I have a thought, I say it. That's you fine. Know. You're the guest. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what we're that's what we're doing so here. Here we go. On the live chain, I just see it say Toy Migos. So that. this is the non-bloody two pack, and it was for Extreme Toys, SuperheroToys.com. Oh. So it was an exclusive through that website. 
that we did. All right, let me. Yeah. Okay. So it's not showing up on the. Uh oh. It's all I, right. I can fix it. Just give me one second here. We have okay. A... So go ahead, Jerry. You're saying so you found this picture, and this is the one that you're saying was Extreme Toys. Yes. So this has all the different heads and stuff, um, and uh, it was for Extreme Toys, and it's not bloody. Okay. Uh, Toy Fair never got anything, as far as my memory recalls. Um, they just didn't get an exclusive. Um, we sold them back door, and yeah. um, but th this was a, a legit, like approved, like normal, normal exclusive. Um, again, I I have the spreadsheets that would tell me how many, but I don't I don't. Uh, what Jamie keeps telling me about these clear employee exclusives and i don't remember yeah. clear employee exclusives except like this here like you need to correct me because like i remember the purple clear bison i remember what i called the jolly rancher blanca because he was clear but he was in a couple different colors and then there was the glow in the dark blanca also but what were the clear employee exclusives because i i legit I don't even know. I don't own any of those as far as I know. And I, I have know. like, I have a good chunk of, of soda street fighter stuff in storage. It was, Oh, go ahead. <laughs> you may know more than I do. <laughs> go ahead. You can go first. Um, my memory is it was, um, it was like a Christmas thing. We made enough, to give to the employees and we like sent a set to like uh mark mostman and palisade and like it was like a couple dozen sets um and i don't think it was every figure either of round one um i think it might have only been Sagatin ryu it was um, it was but, round three or four whichever one sakura was in okay so that's three yes uh, I think. Oh, okay. So it was further, further in. Yes. But I do remember that it was like a handful. I don't even have a set. Um, oh. But um, or at yeah, least I don't think like, I. Do. I, don't I haven't actually that. looked at my boxes of Street Fighter figures in fifteen years. Um, so Jerry, don't you don't even I... have a set. Adam, you don't even remember seeing them. I like vaguely, maybe. But like honestly, like my like and. You know, Cheney kind of said it earlier, like my interest was was the player one characters. Like I liked like the the purple and bison was kind of cool, and then the glow in the dark blanco was kind of cool to me. But otherwise, like the player two colors or other variants, like while while they're totally legit and like I understand why they were made and I totally am cool with them being made, they just weren't for me. I was like, I want player one colors. And like, you know, I thought the bloody ones were really cool too. So it's like, I was way more, uh, I, I don't know, white bread about it. Like, you know, like I was boring. So yeah, the, uh, the chat says that Anthony's customs actually has a full set of them and he's done. He's, he's probably, I think the only guy that's done a review of every single one of the soda street fighter figures out there. He's got. Wow. He's got all the colors and the employee uh, clear exclusives. 
Okay. Does he have, uh, let's see if Adam remembers this, the Japanese variants? Okay, that you now now we're talking Gen, right? The the black Japanese variant. Oh, Gen. No, we did every single round of Street Fighter has a Japanese variant set that was only sold in Japan. Oh my gosh! Look at here goes Janie. <laughs> yeah, but he's talking the, the the black Gen was one of those because like I I remember that because I ended up using it for to make a custom. Right. Well, sometimes, sometimes we would see the colors that they chose and say, "Oh, well, let's use that for for our variant too." Um, yeah. But the wow. distributor in Japan was a company still around called Blister, and they would tell us, "You know, we want again in this color. We want Blanca in, in this color," and we would make. The, they would order a lot, and wow. we would make them. And and the agreement was we could not sell them anywhere else, and oh. and and so yeah, I do have those. I know I have those. Yeah, the um, black gen. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people knew about them because at that time the internet wasn't as prolific as it is now. Exactly. And, and so they were never marketed here. So how would people ever know they existed? You well, know? I know the the black gen is somewhat of a uh, uh, a tale or a a hearsay or a relic, if you will, because a lot of a people myth. say a lot of, yeah, a myth. A lot of people say, no, that's a bootleg. That was a bootleg that never was released no, over was here. I, yeah. I know. I, I literally customized one of those. This is what I'm talking about is we're laying all these myths to rest and everything. Exactly. So we, we got the Ryu and Sagat was real with the extra heads. That was an extreme toys one. It was real. Jerry just showed it and talked about it. Mm -hmm. Now Adam knows about the black, Again, so that's real too. Um, Salicia is also asking, is the evil Ryu version legit? Not the purple handed one, but the other one. Um, let me see. I've got pictures. Definitely an evil Ryu. Um, like what? Yeah. No, there was a legit evil Ryu, but then there was also a bootleg. And the bootlegs actually I want to say were coming out in like so Okay, so this is years ago, Cheney, and we keep saying bootleg of, of these ones. Could it be the different versions that Jerry's talking about and not really a bootleg? Well, I actually remember looking uh, and seeing some of the go. Japanese variant packaging. So I know... I'm about to solve this mystery. All right, let's do it. Yep, there it is. It's legit. Yeah, I remember that. Like, solve the mystery. That's kind of cool. I'm pretty. I'm yeah, we've done like three now. <laughs> okay, so this is real. Uh, Salicia, is this what you're talking about? Salicious Crumb? I think he's talking about the one with the purple hand, though. Because there, there was one that came out like this, but it had purple hands on. Yeah, I, have, I have that one, too. But he's saying not the purple hand one. Oh, then, not, then yeah, this is the one, yeah. Okay, so what is this, Jerry? This was just one done by itself? Or do you remember the story to this one? Yeah, this one. Um, awesome. They want to so know if you can the zoom in a little bit. The hand one was a San Diego Comic Con exclusive. Okay. This was probably someone else's exclusive, but I don't remember whose. Um, I just don't don't remember whose. Um, but it's it's real. Um, but the purple hand one I know is a San Diego Comic Con exclusive because it came with. I have it here. It came with uh, um, bison 
the clear bison. Yeah. Who was doing the packaging before I got there? Me. I, did you do it? Yeah, I did everything. Yeah, no, I know. Like it's that's terrible. How I, I, like I'm pretty sure that I remember I got like all the files for stuff from you. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, and there's I the purple it. bison that I, I was talking about. Because, um, so at that time, I, I thought, to me. Even today, I don't understand the allure of nice packaging. I don't get it. Um, but at that Preach time, on. <laughs> Preach on. Woo! But, but I, I don't get it, but I, res I respect it now in the sense that I know it matters, so I put effort into it. But back then, I was like, I'm not going to pay someone $1,000 to design package when it's just going to be opened and... and you know, I'm not going to spend that money. So I just did the packaging myself on, on everything. And here's the funny anecdotal story. Um, so I did all the adult uh, superstar packages until we did the deal with Vivid to do all the Vivid girls. And Vivid was, the, was I don't know, maybe they still are, the largest porn company in the world. And I sent my packaging into Vivid and they were like, we're not going to, no way, this sucks. <laughs> and, and, and I said, I said, well, that's what we've got. And they said, you know what? We'll do the packaging for you. So if you look at the packaging for the Vivid line of adult superstars, it's really good compared to all the rest. I have, I, I don't want to get off of Street Fighter too much because that'll upset Cheney. But um, I just finished watching uh, HBO Lovecraft Country and I'm, reminiscing about the Lovecraft line and that's actually one of the first lines where I, I worked on the packaging and like I don't think like the me looking back on it I didn't appreciate Lovecraft back then the way I do now and definitely like even seeing Lovecraft Country it opens up a whole new world on on how I look at that line and look at Lovecraft in general um, but that I did the packaging on that and like those toys, I know that I have a Cthulhu still in the box somewhere in my in my piles of stuff. And uh, the, like those toys were great. And I know they were a labor of love for like, you know, you, John Stevens and Alexi, like the sculpting on them is like ridiculous detailed Lovecraft monsters. Like they, that was such a cool line that I think just flew under the radar that, you know, a lot of people have basically forgotten about that it even existed, and it was just awesome. Oh, I'm uh, that's uh, somebody posted earlier and said I should get back into action figures, and that's one of the things I've been thinking about is to just do a Cthulhu figure that that I could sell forever, um, because I think it would just continue this every year. You'd sell, you know, I don't know, five, ten thousand of them, and. I just have an idea in my head of what it should be. Um, You're so anyway, I'll, buy I'll buy it. I'll buy it every year too. <laughs> Same here. And, and, and you know what? You're so talented. It's something that, you know, uh, yes, it's in, it's in your blood and in your bones, man. Like, thank you. Um, you somebody just tell. said there's a blue packaging evil Ryu. Um, the blue packaging, I believe was the Jap the Japanese. This is so, true. so, yeah. Salacious Crumb has seen the, the Japanese ones. Yes. Um, 
But this is cool, this Cthulhu pick, only because, so back at PCS, or PCS, Soda, whichever, um, back at Soda, we, we, it was kind of a sculptural company. Like it was very based on people who loved sculpture just as much as toys. And so we took it upon ourselves to sculpt everything really big as two ups. Um, and then, so you can see the two up of the Cthulhu and then the actual product. And I wish I had castings of that two up. Yeah. That's all. It's just a bummer. That, that I forgot how cool and big that was. Uh, I sculpted, we'll go back to Street Fighter, but I sculpted. Yeah, no. um, My fault. I, I sculpted everything on Cthulhu, but his wings. Um, and then John did Dagon all by himself and Alexi did the ghoul all by himself. Um, and then one of them did the wings for Cthulhu, but I don't remember who. Um, but um, yeah, good old Cthulhu. Uh, all right, back to Street Fighter. <laughs> That's awesome. So and Jerry, we, we've, we've been laying all these rumors to rest and everything. And what collectors don't realize now was we don't have this 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 uh, internet inside workmanship of knowing, well, I'll just look it up. Like Adam was looking up different stuff. In our day, it was all hearsay. When you were at Toys R Us grabbing a figure with somebody else of, hey, I heard that's not real. And then like... Uh, toy fair would come out or, or or lee's magazine and you would see little articles there but that's all we had to go off of unless we like literally talk to you at a comic con or a con or something so this is yeah. awesome to to hear all this stuff like that so this has actually saw one of the japanese versions that you just mentioned that well a lot of the guys in the out. chat right now are saying like oh when are you gonna start it when are you gonna right. do a kickstarter jerry we're gonna back it so <laughs> I had such a bad experience with Kickstarter four five years ago. I I, I, I don't know. Um, so I, I bet a lot of people thought the Japanese one. They think they saw the Japanese ones. They thought they were bootlegs. Probably um, it was all written in Japanese, and you know, and and but no, they they were legits. They just were never shown anywhere else. So what you were just saying about um, discovering things reminds me of how I try to describe to people what it was like going to China in the late 90s, early 2000s aisles and aisles of toys that we've never seen, where now you see it all on the internet and pretty much anything available in China you can buy right now with a few clicks of your mouse. Yeah. But back then, we didn't know no. what those toys were you know and, and you just walked around like it was your first time in toys r us you're just like mouth open like in awe yeah yeah wow. i mean like I, you know? I don't mean to 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 i'm building off of your story but i am changing it to one thing but like you know if you talk to like someone like jesse falcon the spider-man classics and marvel legends those came from jesse going overseas and seeing really cool super articulated like common rider figures the the yep. sic like that's where he was like hey we can make a 12 inch uh, you know action figure articulation at this smaller six inch scale mm -hmm. and like that's where it all came from is like overseas seeing these awesome ideas that you know no one had any idea of back in the day yeah. 
Yeah. As, as a kid, I was a huge Shogun Warriors fan, right? And so I, I, we didn't have a lot of money. So I, I had, um, I had Mazinga, but I didn't have the rest of them. And I think I had, oh, I had Godzilla too. But I also had a couple of the diecast ones from the seventies. I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember those, but uh, you've probably seen them since then. When I went to or China for the first time and saw dozens and dozens of different styles of diecast you know, robots, I was like, it was insane. I mean, I was sending boxes of toys back home. Like, it was, it was incredible. It's like, this is the, It'd still this, be the same today. <laughs> this is time, this is perfect time for segue into Micronauts. I know that you, like, Cheney, ask more, whatever, ask whatever you need to ask about Street Fighter. <laughs> I want to talk about Micronauts at some okay, point. Okay, okay. I, I I got one more question on Street Fighter, and then we can move on. Um, what like what I guess led the uh, the different color palettes? Like what 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 where did the idea come from that to do the player twos and stuff? Where did you decide to like? Hey, you know what? Was it people ordering different colors, or was it like, you know what? Let's put out you know different colors just to put them out, or it was it was it was partly that player two colors are an integral part of the game, where, whereas that's not something you could say about many games. Right. Um, but then at the same time, it's a way to continue to monetize, I hate that word, but to monetize that line and to sell more figures. And, you know, we all need to sell as many figures as we can. Um, and, um, so I didn't feel it was egregious because it was integral to the Street Fighter world, mm -hmm. player two colors. As for how we decided on the colors, I think we just, um, so we got a machine in. Um, nice. <laughs> we, we bought a, a Street Fighter machine and, and that's how we, uh, we started to figure out, you know, which colors we wanted to use. Okay. Connecting question. Who is the best at the machine? Since you guys bought one, there was, there had to have been someone there that was just cleaning house, right? It was probably Renee and Steve. Yeah. I, <laughs> I would, I would have voted Renee personally. It definitely wasn't me. I almost never play. I'm not a, I'm not a fighting game player. I, um, so my love of street fighter started in the 90s when I discovered anime and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And and so, you know, the Street Fighter 2 animated movie and stuff like that, I was like, this is so cool. Yeah. Uh, I knew there was a game, but I never really played it. Mm -hmm. It was it was all about all about the the movies and, and the OVA, the TV show, you know, it, it, that was that was where I grew to like Street Fighter. Nice. It was literally like when Jerry would would go home for the day. We were right around the corner from a grocery store, so we would go over and we would buy and like don't judge. We were young and stupid. We would buy a bottle of Jägermeister and do shots <laughs> and play Street Fighter. That sounds amazing. Right. So not yeah. only were you making toys all day, you finished it up by playing Street Fighter and drinking Jaeger. And then driving home. Kids don't do this. <laughs> what was I doing? I, I, 
Jeez. Yeah, you were a little crazy back then. Yeah, what was right. I doing wrong with my life at the time? So I felt that like um, work should should be as little like work as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I remember you know because I I've been a professional artist my whole life. I've never had a job outside of art. But <clears throat> having said that, when I the first not maybe not the first, but one of the first jobs I got in Los Angeles when I moved there was at an amusement park company called RoboShop. And they made us punch a time clock. And it was the first time in my life I'd ever even seen a time clock. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, they, like they care if we're like five minutes late? And <laughs> we're like, yeah, we care if we're five minutes late. And I, never, and I said to myself, well, if I ever have a company, I'm not going to give anybody a time clock. And, uh, and I didn't, but you correct me if I'm wrong, Adam, did John Schuyler install it still a time clock at some point at soda? Not while I, not while I was there. I never, but it probably never happened. I, I just couldn't, couldn't remember, but I remember, um, my office manager at PCS always bugging me about doing the time clock. And I was like, I don't want to do a time clock. Like you should have had a time clock though. Cause like, honestly, like me, Renee and Alexi would take the longest lunch breaks because we would go out hunting. Like that's literally we would go. Out, and it's not like we weren't we weren't doing it to take advantage of anything. But we were also out hunting for a new wave of Marvel Legends or something. Like, but you'd also work over the weekend if something had oh, to get yeah. done. And we so and didn't bother. Like that's the same thing. Like when we would stay like you wouldn't leave early by any means. You would leave and like we would stick around and drink Jaeger and play Street Fighter and also work until like late into the night. Yeah. 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 I, I don't, I don't, I, I think anything art centered needs to be relaxed. I, I just, I couldn't work. Like I can't, I can't wake up and immediately be creative. Like some days I just say, screw it. You know what? I'm not feeling it today. I'm just not going to work today. I, and I felt the same way at soda and the same way at PCS. Like, you know, if, if somebody was like, I'm just not feeling it today. I'm like, go home. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was listening to a podcast with a writer and he was actually talking about that whole, that whole kind of like artistic vibe and whatnot too, saying like, you know, there's mornings I wake up, and it's just not there and i found that forcing it doesn't bring out the best of my abilities so if i wake up and it's not there it's a wash i'll go do something else i'll go you know go for a walk or read a book or you know go do something else and come back the next day and my creative juices are you know revitalized and i'm ready to hit it again you know and there's a certain time of day that you know, works for different people that they can be creative too. Yeah. And I, you know, I had, I've always, at both companies, I've had some employees that um, they just didn't turn on until 11 a.m. And I'm like, that's fine. Just Mm -hmm. come in at 11. You know, I I mean, if you're not doing anything, then that's a problem. But what time you come in isn't really a problem. Um, As long as you get the work done. Right. Somebody asked, if I'm an RPG gamer, um, I don't know if we're talking tabletop or or digital, but 
I, I'm a Dungeons and Dragons nerd from like from the 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 moment Dungeons and Dragons came out in the 70s. Oh, like wow. I remember buying the red box um, with the, the 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 crayons that came with it, and and uh, yeah, the, the really bad dice. Um, no, I'm I'm yeah, but not so much video games as far as RPG. Okay, Jesse Lewis said he wants to know what the demise of Soda Toys was. Was it that quarter scale uh, Lord of Darkness? Was that the reason? Oh, it, was, it was. It was a combination of so many. It was. It was. It was um, a perfect storm. It was yeah. one. Um, and and I'm I'm going to blame myself at the end, but I'm going to point everybody else out first. Um, <laughs> One, it was uh, my partner at that time, who was the business side, not being very good at the business side. Um, so that was that was a big part of it. Um, not not um, just not cash flow, you know, creating good cash flows and stuff like that. Uh, two. Uh, David Hoy at Brighton, the factory in China, where we had most of our, our eggs. Uh, three, uh, Musicland, which included uh, Suncoast Video. What was it? Sam Goody. Suncoast Musicland. Sam Goody? Sam, Sam Goody. Goody. Yeah. Uh, went bankrupt, owing us a lot of money. Tower Records went bankrupt at the same time, owing us a lot of money. Yeah. And finally... I was producing, I was in the middle of producing a movie um, and I had funding lined up to do two more movies. Um, I was taking meetings with all sorts of people like Stan Lee and, and all sorts of people in my movie career was really moving. And I was like, you know what? With, with my partner on the business side, not doing well with, with the factory screwing up and all that stuff, I just kind of, turned off and stopped caring all that much um and and when that happened then the whole thing unraveled because i was in, in, and i'm not saying this to pat myself on the back but it's just the truth i was kind of the glue that held it all together mm -hmm. and and once i i just kind of turned off and focused on the movie thing um it just kind of kind of uh withered because I'm sure we could have figured our way out of it, but I didn't even want to bother to try to figure my way out of it. I thought I was going to be a big shot movie producer. Mm. So that's kind of, you know, I, 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 it ultimately falls a hundred percent on my shoulders because I did have the ability to fix it. I just chose to, well, like we talked about earlier about Kickstarter people and, and stuff like that, you know, mm -hmm. uh, when things went really sour, I was just like, I'm just tired of it. And and so then when, when I kind of shut off, then my partner, unbeknownst to me, went and found someone to buy the company. I, I had nothing to do with it. I didn't know it was happening. I don't even know if Adam and the other employees knew it was happening. I didn't know it was that happening. Was, it was weird. And he, he, was, he, he was a factory rep for a, fa a factory we didn't and we weren't really using either like his, his parents owned that factory 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and so my partner found, uh, well, it was a factory we were using a little bit, but anyway, I don't know how it happened because I wasn't involved, but one day I walked into the office and, and I'm not trying to be a victim here because I, I have most of the blame on my shoulder. But one day I walked into the office and he said, hey, we have to have a talk. And I was like, okay. And I think I was semi hungover because at that time I was living the rock star movie producer life. Nice. Um, and he said, uh, uh, here's a check. And I was like, what's that for? And he said, uh, you're selling the company. Whoa. And I was like, what are you talking about? And, and this is, you were there. I, I mean, not in the room, but you were in the other room. And I was like, yeah. what are you talking about? And he said, um, this company's going under. You don't care anymore. Uh, I, found, um, uh, I found a buyer. And I didn't know who. I, he didn't, wouldn't tell me who. And uh, I said, uh, I sell the company even though I kind of did. Um, and he was like, well, you don't really have a choice because if we don't sell the company, it's going to be gone in four months. We just don't have enough money to keep going. And so I took the check and I left and I called my friend who was my partner in the movie production company. And I was like, this just happened. And he's like, screw it, we're going to be making movies and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, screw it. Um, and that was, uh, that was, that was, that was uh, the end of it. And I didn't find out until, I don't know if it was weeks or months later, who the buyer was. Uh, and it was someone I, I never knew. I mean, it was a factory we used a little bit, but um, I really didn't have much interaction with them at that time. Um, I think Jeff Howard was doing most of the interaction with that factory. Um, yeah, that that sounds right. Because Jed was still there, Jeff was still there, me, Renee, yeah. Lexi, and then like that's I I left. I think like literally like two months after you did to right. go to Gentle Giant, and um, I recommended as like someone to come in Beardy. So Beardy got hired. Like I never worked with Beardy at Soda. I only worked with him once he came over to General Giant. But I recommended him for Soda, and then he he got brought on there. So it was like Renee, Beardy, Alexi, Jed. Um, I think Jeff was like he didn't last very much longer after afterwards either. Like he yeah. was. Jed, Jed was. I mean, he was kind of unhappy anyway because he was supposed to be, he was already, I don't want to talk about him behind his back, but he was already supposed to have been doing more important stuff and he wasn't. And I, I know he was already unhappy, but uh, so I took the money and um, I just focused on, on the movie thing. And that didn't work out because I just don't have the, you know, I was complaining earlier about how like I didn't want to run designs through Capcom because I didn't want them to screw it up. Mm -hmm. Well, making movies is a thousand times that like oh yeah you and, got people standing over your your, your back uh, the whole time it, asking a million questions it was miserable i mean the first movie wasn't in in the first movie wasn't because my friend and i funded it um we self-funded it and it was only a half a million dollar movie but then we wanted you know we were going to move up and, and do bigger movies and so now we needed to have meetings with 
everybody, Sony and Miramax and whoever, and, and oh my God, it, it became, I, I hated every minute of it. I was yeah. like, this, this is miserable. Why did I sell the company? <laughs> so, so then I just, I just, not to get into my woes, but then I basically became, as you know, I became a hermit in my house for, for two years. I didn't, I almost never left. I didn't talk to anyone. Thankfully, I had enough money to do that. Um, we came and yeah, visited that, you occasionally. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, every once in a while I saw someone, um, but very rarely. Like, I, I you know, I, I hardly did anything. Um, so would you, say obviously, at, would you say at that time you kind of like found yourself again? Like you kind of like found out who you, who you were all over again. In no, in not then. No, no, that, that that happened a little bit later. But that it was the beginning of that. I wasn't partying. I wasn't hanging out with, you know, um, rock stars and 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 dating reality stars and crap like that anymore. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, when I hit rock bottom, not that anyone cares about my woes. So I had a living personal assistant for for years and years and years and mm -hmm. um um and everyone thought like we were together but we weren't she really was my personal assistant um not many people have a living personal assistant but i felt i needed one um anyway um so there was no more money coming in and i was like so there's no more money coming in so you can still live here but I can't pay you anymore. You're going to have to get a job and whatever, and you don't have to pay me rent, but yeah. And, uh, but, but she still had a credit card and it was one I didn't pay attention to because I didn't use. And one day I, I realized there's like tens of thousands of dollars spent on this overdue credit card and it was all her. And that was kind of my rock bottom when I realized that, wow, I'm really alone. Like I, she was the last person I thought like had my back and, and she didn't. And that's when I really went into hermit mode. And then I didn't come out until Mark Mosman was like, do street fighter statues, do street fighter statues. Sideshow's blowing up. Cause now everyone thinks a sideshow is this huge thing. They were a huge thing back then. Right. They were just another little independent toy company and, and mark and mark they asked uh an old friend named adam van wickler to design the logo for pop culture shock and he took it from <laughs> disney <laughs> it's so fun so i didn't know that that you 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 were inspired by disney until like somewhere around 2015 it's it's totally original <laughs> the pop culture shock collectibles logo is 100 original it's got all sorts of inspiration i i love that logo i really like that logo and then one day somebody was like why did you use the disney logo the old i i don't remember where it was from but some old disney logo i was like what are you right now i'm bringing i'm, I'm looking it up right now i will send you a link Hold on, hold no, on. I, I had no idea, and I was never mad about it. I thought it was funny, uh, but I did change the logo after that. I know you did, and then it looked like a generic, like uh, it looked like sideshow. It, it was just strong font. It was with with metal fit. It was lame, but I did it myself, and I just needed something because I was like, well, 
Oh, That's look weird. at this. Pop culture shot collectibles playing with myself.com. Yeah, huh. do you want? Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> I was just about to send you that link. <laughs> it's the first thing that pops up. It is. Right. It's my it's on my website. It's with I've done a lot of logos. Like what like that's one of the logos. All right. We're gonna look at this logo. Boop. You tell me how that's a Disney logo. It's a, it's got Somebody showed me they showed me the Disney logo that looks just like it. <laughs> oh, show show me. I don't know how to show you now. I have to have to look look up the, the Disney. Let's let I if you want I could try. Yes. Uh, what, let's see what happens if I Google old Disney. Yeah, I'm going to do because that right now. Because it's not like something that was, it's not so, it wasn't like the main Disney logo. It was like something. Disney, Disney Channel? Something related to Disney. Ronald Ramos has my back. He says it's Toon Disney, but he does say it's completely different. It's not like, you, you and I talked about what you wanted the logo to look like. No, I like the logo. I'm not complaining. Toon Disney. You got to look up Toon Disney. Oh, it is, okay. It's like, it's a very, it's like, it's meant to be a flashy, like, that's, that's what you wanted. Uh, this, Jerry and I, like, I ended up taking over packaging. I went to school for advertising. Like, I went, like, I did graphic design. Of course, I'm inspired by other stuff. <laughs> it's, it's unique. It is absolutely unique. I swear. I'm inspired by by all sorts of stuff. Well, that's why I'm not going to criticize it. I'm just, I'm just saying that that I had no idea, or at least my memory was I had no idea until someone showed me. And there was something that looked very, very similar, more similar than anything I'm finding on this Google search. Yeah, it's, same here. It was, it was really old. Person probably hated me and was trying to badmouth me. Adam Strait said, "I went to school. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what I was doing." All right, let me go ahead and try and find old tunes. Uh, before before we run out of time, I really want to talk about Micronauts. You guys can totally tell me <laughs> how Disney logos. That's totally fine. No, you're Feel free to do cool. that. But let's talk about Micronauts at some point too, please. I'm you, ready. That, you have stuff, Jerry? Awesome. That's that's. Micronauts? Yeah, I got. So um, let's take let's take down the Disney stuff before we get shut down. I don't. I don't. I don't have as much Micronauts pictures as I wish I did. But so Adam wants you won't be able to see anything. So my entire right arm. There's Micronauts. There's Time Traveler. Hold on, let me let me get that. Uh, let me get the the camera on so everybody can see here. Hold on. One I'm second. searching two okay. Disney logos to. Yeah, yeah. Adams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Design background. Yeah. What am I? So um, I've got. Well, you can't see it, but Force Commander and Karza fighting uh, as centaurs on my arm i've got a time traveler then up here we've got a croyer we've got bug so you know we're talking about comics now so bad here let me see if i can uh, full screen you here jerry that way we can microtron needless to say i love micronauts Correct. Okay, can we see the the arm again, please? 
Okay, there now, we go. much fatter than when I got them, so they're a bit warped. <laughs> oh, come on. True, though. So there's a Croyer, there's Bug. Um, Biotron is not finished, but Microtron was finished. Uh, what do we got? We got Commander Ran. We've got Marionette. Uh, oh, well, I have pants on. So we have Garza <laughs> uh, and Force Commander fighting. It wraps around, though. Um, uh, Prince Shaitan, Time Traveler. Um, shoot, what's her name? Um, I can't remember her name now. Wow, it's terrible. But she's from the Marvel comics, not the toys. Um, the as much as I love the toys, the Marvel comics is really my love. I mean, that's where my Micronauts love really stems from. Because I'm pretty sure that. I didn't get any Micronaut toys until I first saw the comic. Okay. Mm. But yeah, Micronauts is, you know, and so it was, it was really amazing um, to get the license to do new Micronauts figures. Um, and it's really a shame it didn't, uh, they were never released. Let's see what I have here. We were also doing um, a comic in conjunction. Uh, here's the cover of the comic. Based on the designs of the toys that we were doing. Oh, wow. David Forrest did, uh, did this. Oh, man, no one can see it. I'm like nerding out right now looking at it. <laughs> No, I'm it's sorry, guys. Oh, it was. Yeah, it's oh, up right now. Okay. Oh, I, mean, I, I, I wanted to. Uh, so the Abrams, who you know owned Micronauts at that time before they sold it to Hasbro, uh, I became friendly with them, and I, I really wanted to be the shepherd that made Micronauts into a big thing again, like toys and comics and movies and whatever. And I had a, he, they, they trusted me and believed that I had a vision for it, which, which I did. And I was guiding it, but um, the story of why Micronauts didn't come out is it's it's kind of tragic. Um, so what happened is uh, we showed them at Toy Fair. Everybody loved them. The stores loved them. I mean, they they seemed like they were going to be a hit. And then what happened is the media attention they got to Takara in Japan saw because they were they were getting attention so you know when when toy fair images were were sent were released in japan takara saw them and takara takara then sued um uh, abrams who who owned the micronauts here in the u.s saying that they didn't have the right to uh to license or or do this micronaut stuff because takara still owned them and that the Migo rights were over um, because Abrams was, Marty Abrams was the, the founder of Migo. Mm -hmm. Migo produced Micronauts in the 70s. And that's mm -hmm. who licensed them out to me. So Takara named us Soda Toys in the lawsuit. Ugh. And we were already having all the problems I was discussing with factories and, toy, and uh, tower records going under and all this stuff. And 
I, I, there's no way we have money to pay lawyers to fight this lawsuit. And then uh, the Abrams graciously said, no, we'll pay your lawyer fees. We'll cover your lawyer fees because this is wrong. Takara is wrong. We have the rights. And then uh, my partner and I talked about it. And we just agreed with everything else going on. We just can't, we just can't be dragged into this drama right now. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, especially against Takara. Yeah. yeah. So we just relinquished rights. We lost all the money we put into it uh. and we relinquished and we walked away. And, and uh, that was a real painful one for me. Um, so what yeah. did you have done up until that point, Jerry, like figures so and everything to go along we, with this? I don't have the pages here, but we had the entire first couple issues, I believe, of the comic done. And we had the wow. prototypes for, let's see, I have the picture. While he's looking, uh, Chaney, whenever uh, we end, mm-hmm. you need to look up Disney Pop Century logo. Okay. Is that the one? Wow. So we, Baron we had prototypes for three figures done, which was Baron Karza, uh, Space Glider, and Lobros. Um, so we had our hero, we had our villain, and then we had a monster. And that's how we, how we were going to go forward. And we had designs for a whole other series. And I had really great designers working on this. I had um, apologies for my bad memory, but... Um, Shoot, what's his name? Randy Queen, who uh, he's the creator of Dark Child, the comic book from Image Comics back in the 90s. Super popular back then. Yes. So Randy Queen was working on designs. Sandy Calora was working on designs, who um, he and afterwards he he created the short film Batman Dead End. Um, Oh, okay. And we had one other person working on designs, and I can't remember who, and I apologize to you, whoever you are. Um, and then, uh, you know, we all jumped in on the sculpting and everything and, uh, Cars's waist or Cars's waist looks weird here, but that's cause he's turned. Um, what size were so, these? Well, what, what size were these? Well, here's the thing. We took the two up prototypes. Uh, originally we were going to do them seven inches and we took the prototypes or six inches and we took the prototypes to <clears throat> New York toy fair. But then a lot of people were saying, no, you got to do these at, at, at three and three quarter inches. And oh, wow. so we hadn't actually decided what size to do them when the Takara lawsuit hit. Uh-huh. Um, I was leaning smaller because then we could do vehicles. Mm-hmm. And my dream, and I've never been able to do it, my dream has always been to do figures that can have vehicles. Because I just love... So when I was a kid... Um, I was completely fascinated by my Battlestar Galactica uh, uh, vehicles that had the small figures that fit in them. Um, mm. And the Cylon Raider and the Viper and, and the other ones. And the figures were only like, I don't know, two inches tall maybe. Um, so I've always wanted to do uh, figures that could have vehicles. So I was leaning towards going smaller. But it was not. It was not decided. Um, so I've got a bunch of, of pictures here. Oh, this is maybe better because it's got all views. Let's 
that there was a lot of um a lot of really cool swap out accessories on these so that we really wanted to take the whole idea of them being interchangeable because you know it was called the interchangeable world of the micronauts back in the 70s i wanted them to be interchangeable um so we had uh we were using a standard size pin on everything so so if you really wanted to put um uh if you wanted to pull cars's arms out and put another character's arms in his sockets you could um so um yeah wow. so that's cars uh let i'll pull some other ones up uh, what a space shame, glider man came out really good um so here it was these were like what you have here ready to go and everything and then takara wants a suit oh that's awesome oh wow! and then you had to pull out yeah yeah and so do you yeah. still have some of these no uh, i wish i did i i my my guess is they probably don't even exist because i think if they did by now, I would have heard about it or somebody would have sold, tried to sell them and I would have heard about it or something. But mm. um, because when someone was selling castings of uh, the two ups from now playing, I heard about it within hours. Somebody saw it and called me. And, and <laughs> so, but yeah, no Micronauts. And I love that they all they had the wings and we we're going to spring load them. And, and I mean, they were going to be toys, yeah. you know, but still, still looking high end, but, but, but toys. Wow. Yeah. That's wow. So we're, we're at about uh, 20 minutes over, over, over time here, Jerry. How, how are you on, on time, sir? I'm all right. You're all right. Okay. I'm just uh, okay. Wait, that's the same one. Did, so here's the back of space. Glider. My biggest like problem is it like ambush bug is like such a weird one because of being a Marvel created character, but it's like he's the one that I want an action figure of so bad, but because of the weird Micronauts slash Marvel comic book thing. It's like no one has the rights to ambush bug at all. Look at the glutes on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that that Disney Pop Century Resort logo, that's the one, right? <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks. Now we're gonna go back to discrediting Adam. Pull them up side by side and tell me that they're not different. They're different. It? Yes, it, absolutely what? there's similarities but they're totally different. What's it called again, Ernie? He just said a Disney Pop Century logo. It's, yeah. the, it's a resort logo <laughs> at Disney. And it's got super similar stuff. It's got pop and a, a Oh, balloon. yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it looks Put them side by side. I'm with Adam. I don't put them side by side, those logos are different. Wow. Look Sorry. At Look at that. Wow, that's huh. Adam, I'm on your side 100%, Adam. Interesting. Boo. Here's Lobros. Um, so like the original uh Lobros toy from the 70s, 
his uh that not one not work yeah no hold on has the most detail that i've ever seen like honestly like lobros is like one that like looks like a combo of the 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 lovecraft toys with the street fighter toys articulation like Honestly, I remember like that prototype was just around the studio for the longest time. And it's like, literally, that's what it looked like. It was a baby of the Lovecraft and, and Street Fighter mixed together. This was, and this was, I believe, Alexi's baby, wasn't it? I, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And wow. I mean, this thing, I mean, he knocked it out of the park. This, this thing really needed to be a toy. Um, we were talking earlier about if I'll ever do toys again. And um, that's another thing I'd like to do is I basically just like to uh, rip off my own line of Micronauts toys and, and redo these. That's funny. Um, I was going to ask you that exact question. Like, is there any a way little bit so that, you know, Hasbro doesn't sue me? Yeah. And, 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 you know, I'd even create like kind of uh, homage graphics for it. Like, you know, I don't want to pass them off as Micronauts, but, uh, I, they're an homage. But and, the people and, that, uh, that that are really into Micronauts and know Micronauts will be like, oh, oh yeah, no, we're in on this. Like, right. Well, now that I'm, 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 it, I'll be, I'll have a, I'll have a small little workshop um, as of January. So, and with 3D printers and, and everything I'll need. So I might, I might get to work on, on that again. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I definitely follow what we were doing with uh, with Micronauts. But I like the, uh, like um, shoot, I don't know where the design. I don't think I have design here. So Lobros, what? I said I like I like that you're okay with like oh I'm gonna do my own take on Micronauts, change them up a little bit, but you're not okay with my my logo. I'm Jeez. okay with your logo. I love that logo. I was that logo perfectly said what I wanted what I wanted it to say when I had you do it. It was it, it was it was fun. It was like I love that logo. Okay, here's the new Jerry line of the redesign of Micronauts and we'll use that old school Adam logo <laughs> as the background. Right? Problem I solved. That. I love problem that. solved. Yeah. Right. So Lobros here, um we didn't sculpt it but we designed it. He comes apart at the waist and then he's got this four legged uh, crustacean body that his oh, torso wow. plugs into so he's like a centaur thing that's awesome so that's the kind of stuff i want to i want to do are you uh, sure? i'm very inspired by by spy monkey and stuff like and what you guys are doing i mean I, there's so many cool indie toys right now are you sure that we didn't do the the multi-legged thing for him i'm not sure of anything it's like i feel like <laughs> Like, like really I remember seeing some, it might've been just like a, a, like a custom, it like Alexi having us pour up multiple copies of legs or something, but like, I feel it, it like. It definitely could have been started. I just don't, I know it was never painted and finished or we would have photographed it. Um, right. Yeah. But I know I definitely, I can visualize the design. So um, I remember that. Oh, so that's who the other designer was. No, I said Sandy Calora. Yeah, I still don't remember who the third designer was. <laughs> so that's Micronauts. I really don't have a lot of uh, images for uh, for Micronauts. Um, 
Yeah, but somebody said Micronauts Evolution, so they remembered it. Wow, that's a good memory. Um, the uh, <laughs> I don't. We got a generous super chat from Winger Lou. He says, "Can I copy your homework? Sure, but just change it a little." <laughs> no, Winger Lou's. <laughs> we used to be friends. This one's gonna haunt you for a while, I think. I I'm totally willing to put them side by side. Absolutely, do they have similarities? Yes, but they are both different. Like that's they are different. They're way different. I can see it. I'm on Listen, Adam's side. I want to find out stupid. when that when that Disney Resort made their logo. I'm it's gonna a legitimate. Be, I'm gonna it's a legitimate homage. It's it's uh. It was fine by me. It, it worked. It was great. I liked it. I just love it because we can just res Adam about it for oh, weeks. Oh, thanks. Now. Another <laughs> another thing to get on me about. So, here's what we still have left. If you want to talk about any of it. There's the Soda Warcraft, there's the Tomb Raider, there's the uh, Snoop Dogg, don't forget Snoop Dogg. There's oh, the, I remember uh, that. Riddick, there's... Don't forget Fallout Boy. I'll get there, there's Riddick, there's Now Playing, there's Lovecraft, we did Land of the Dead, Johnny Cash, ICP, I know everybody wants to hear about the ICP. <laughs> ICP. <laughs> Um, I like it's like it's so funny because I I remember working on the packaging for all of these, which apparently I probably ripped off from oh other. People. My gosh. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Don't forget, don't forget, Charmed. Actually, that second line of Charmed figures were really kick ass. Dude, the Charmed, the the Charmed um, yeah. Gladiator guy is one. still one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah that, that those are those were fantastic figures. I had almost nothing to do with them, so. Yeah, Punker um, Mike said Soda Toxie is still on his hit list. The Toxic Avenger? Yes. I sculpted that one. I, I felt I had to since I did the Toxic Avenger for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> kind of makes sense. Where is... So I don't have a group shot of them. Um, I only have the individuals, but uh, this is the figure Adam was just talking about. This was a really cool figure, regardless of whether it was from Charmed or not. It was just a great army builder if you're into that kind of thing. I remember I like I stuck all sorts of helmets on it and like did all like, dude, I was loving that figure. And this was from the Charmed figures, right? Yep, yep. So this was the second wave. The first wave right. was them in their normal everyday clothes. Right. We were like, well, if we're gonna do a second wave. We got to do something fun, so let's do uh, this one where they ended up in this kind of um, medieval world. Did you guys do so, the Pam the Pamela Anderson ones too from her show? Wait, say that again, because your volume just got really low. The Pamela Anderson ones. Pam Anderson ones. The, her TV show. What was her TV show? There was oh, like yeah, three yeah, figures yeah. out from there too. Um, no, I think Hugo Stevenson did those. Um, but I don't think we sculpted those. VIP. We sculpted VIP. Yes. We sculpted the alias figures, though, didn't we? Yes, definitely. I have pictures of those right here, actually. Um, I, I didn't even get into the stuff we sculpted. I mean, that that just that can go on and on and on. Oh, like, hundreds and awesome. hundreds and hundreds. <laughs> 
before we even started the stream, you showed the Palisades Army of Darkness three and three quarter inch figures that I think still hold up all these years later. And they were great, great three and three quarter inch figures. Here's a, a couple of the alias figures we did. I loved those because they were super articulated suited bodies. Right. Like years before anything else. Yeah. Dang. And now this was just, this was for another company though, right? SEG Toys. Right. We did almost everything I think SEG did. I think the only time we didn't sculpt a, a line for them was when we were just too busy. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I've got a whole folder here of AFI, the band AFI, Alias, The Clash, the band Green Day, House of a Thousand Corpses, Happy Tree Friends, Less Than Jake, Metallica, Pink Floyd. Uh, wow. And there's more stuff here that isn't labeled. But yeah, no, uh, we did a ton of stuff for, for Hugo in that company. Um, I still talk to Hugo all the time. He calls me just to chit chat. Um, so let's see. So, but as far as, as soda, what, what, what folder do you want me to open? Um, Adam, what do you, what, what, what do you want to go through? Ernie, what do you want to go through? I mean, like, nah, you go ahead. I, I would love to see more, more Palisades stuff personally. Cause it's like, that's some of my favorite and like Jerry, I don't know. Uh, if you have it or not, but I think that there was a pat like not only like the Army of Darkness line was like one that came out that I loved, but wasn't there Terminator stuff too? He did, and those um, didn't come out. They did not come out, and I've not found pictures of them yet. Uh, ah. I was going through the files, but I can tell you that it was one of the hardest jobs we ever did and I was not happy with it because it was like, I think it was 18 figures in like a month or something like that. It was something so ridiculous that even, you know, as close as I was to, to everyone at Palisades, I, I was like, okay, we'll do our best, but I, I don't know what's gonna happen. And they were not good. They just, they were done. <laughs> But they had to make toys. You're unkind, or I'm remembering Dude. very fondly. One, one or the other. We could look at a lot more of Alyssa Milano. Do you have a lot of her? <laughs> <laughs> Any sculpted there? Uh, we got a generous super chat from Ronald Ramos. Uh, his wife would like to see. Did you have any of the AFI picks? Sure. Oh, just score for Ronald Ramos. Yeah. Chaney, no more Street Fighter stuff, no more legends or anything that you gotta see. Uh man, like honestly, like the the I would love to delve into the the pop culture shock stuff a little bit, but we we really don't have time. We're we're running low on time here. Uh we may need to come back for a third episode. That's all up to Jerry if he would be willing to do it for a third Absolutely. Part. It would likely have to be Jerry. Don't worry, you'd get a break because it would be after the holidays. Most yeah, likely. it would be. Probably. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be in the new place. 
So uh, it'll be easier. Oh, we're already getting requests in 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 the chat for yeah, part five. Three. Oh, this is the the cart the their uh their little mascot bang bang. This was from Blake Wright. Yeah, this was from the what is it, um Art of Drowning uh album, I believe, if I can remember correctly. Because this is before they hit mainstream, really. Hugo, let me tell you something about Hugo Stevenson. He has a magical ability to know what band is going to become big before they become big. I, time and time again, he did, he did, he, his big start was, a lot of people, most people don't even know who he is, but he, he's way more successful than me. His big start was, uh, he signed the license to do uh, InSync toys before they were, before their album released. Oh, wow. Um, no. Oh, wow. He's done it over and over, like, Time and time again, he 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 has this ability. Yeah, because um, these these right here, these were the little characters or whatnot. They were in the uh, the album artwork for Art of Drowning, and you know, Art of Drowning was the record before they signed to a major. Yeah, I mean, he he would bring us these bands, and we we thought at first he was nuts. Yeah, uh, and, and they they were oh everything he did was a hit. It was crazy. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, but um, uh, it was always fun to do Hugo stuff. I didn't really have a lot to do with it. I think Bill Mancuso sculpted most of it. Uh, Bill was, Bill. I, I don't have to talk to him in a long time, so when I say was, he probably still is very, very good at this kind of cartoony stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I would, I would give him most of the cartoony stuff to do. Um, he would knock it out of the park. Now I'll feel stupid if he didn't do these, but um, I think he did uh, because later on, after I sold Soda, Bill continued to sculpt for Hugo when I was in my hermit stage. Gotcha. Was there another request? Um, did you have well, Slipknot? Uh, we did not do Slipknot. I don't remember Slipknot. Did Hugo do Slipknot? I don't remember Hugo doing Slipknot. I think there was someone in the uh, the chat that asked for that. Right, that was Jurassic Jesse. Okay. Uh, the Snoop Dogg. Yeah, Snoop was mine. Uh, not Hugo's, but here. Uh, sadly, I don't have any high-res images um, but I do have a story about Snoop. Oh, I remember, I remember those. Yeah. I sculpted yeah. that. I sculpted that like a weekend. It was like just one of those things that had to be done. And I was like, you know what? It's going to be faster for me to do it because I know exactly what this needs to look like. Uh -huh. And uh, I sculpted it. We sent pictures to Snoop and he had zero changes. Oh, nice. You want to hear my Snoop, my Snoop story? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so Snoop insisted on being paid in cash under the table. Um, <laughs> there was no documentation. There was no contract with him. It was all a handshake, a verbal deal. And so every quarter, I would drive down to Beverly Hills <laughs> and meet at this little cafe that was right by his office. 
And he, and so I go into the cafe, I sit down, and then he and his bodyguard would come in and they'd sit across from me. We'd, we'd chat for maybe five minutes. Um, I'd hand his bodyguard, I could never hand him the money. I'd hand his <laughs> bodyguard the money. His bodyguard would go out to a waiting car and leave. That was, that's how every transaction with Snoop went. So Snoop <laughs> went with him or his bodyguard just left? No, his bodyguard left and then he would go back to his office. Oh, he would just walk off to the, wow. <laughs> that's crazy. Super nice guy. Every but, time I hear a story about someone who's interacted with him, they always say that he's super nice. Yeah. Yeah. You would never in a million years ever. So like, if you didn't know the history, you'd never associate him with a gangster lifestyle or anything like that. He is so mellow and just like living. Like, not that I got to know him super well, but what I gathered from mm. the few times we did this was he's just like a cool live and let live guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember who it was, but they were saying that they had a family member that lived next door to him and that the same thing that you had said, they said when you met him, like you would never would have thought that he was, you know, the celebrity Snoop Dogg. You just thought he was just some super chill dude. Yep. Yep. We sold so many of these figures. Like, People think about, like, you know... Oh, I remember Fighter. seeing these everywhere. But people think about Street Fighter are now playing, and yeah, those are profitable, but the real profit from Soda, it was Fallout Boy. It was Snoop. It was ICP. It was it was stuff like that. That's, that's you know, where the... You know, you look at a figure like this that sold for $20 at Hot Topic. Hot Topic sold, like, 60000 of them, and they cost us, like, a buck twenty to make. Yeah, oh, because they're they're the, the key. like everyone needs to be depressed about that because it's all stuff without articulation. Well, it's like, the, it's yeah, they're just vinyl. I mean, there's like nothing to this figure. It's the perfect uh, desk accessory. You know, you put it on your desk, and you know that that's what it is. Or you put it on your desk at work, or whatever. It, it's yeah, it, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean that's why pops are so huge. Yeah, yeah. They're the perfect so, little desk uh, accessory. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's where the money is mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, All right. Well, I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have I to bring this to part three in January once Jerry's in his new spot. I want to see. I want to see toys set up. Well, then we're gonna have to do it later in January because it's gonna take me some time to set up. But we can like, we like, could do late January. I want to I because I do. There are a few other soda things that I would like to talk about personally. Okay. And then pop culture shock you have to talk about, and then hopefully later in January maybe you can talk about what you've got going on now. Probably not by then. Well. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it takes so long to get things, prototypes done and stuff that I I just don't, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to announce anything like a year before it's ready or six months before it's ready. I, I, I don't, I don't think so, but 
Um, but there is a lot of stuff going on right now, like a ton, a ton of stuff. Well, that's uh, good to hear. I'm not, I'm, none of it's action figures, so I'm not sure how interested your guys are going to be. Um, but um, I still think yeah. we're interested. I still think we're interested. Um, I, I want to once again give, you know, a huge thank you for hopping on with us again, you know, answering my questions, letting me geek out as much as I did. This has been uh, 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 just awesome, man. I, I can't thank you enough. Um, if you want, maybe we can schedule for like the 28th of January. Oh, gosh, don't ask for a date this soon. Let, let me, let's make sure that uh, where we're moving to doesn't have like a, a giant leak or something like that first. But um, okay well let's, we'll let's circle back let's let's talk about it right after the holidays sounds good yeah but it'll it'll happen this is fun i i, I enjoy Part it agreed to be determined we, okay we ramble off so often that we don't get very far uh here, how about this i'm going to show you something here let's do one more image okay i'm just going to take an image of my folders so you can see all the different topics that could be discussed, although they're probably going to be so small you can't read them, huh? Uh, we'll see. Yeah, oh, my goodness. See it. Oh, I can read them. Right. These are the folders I've got, I've gone through so far. <laughs> wow. Enter the dragon. <laughs> I totally forgot that you worked on the tenth figures. I really like. Oh those. yeah, those were Dude, awesome. As I go through photos, I've forgotten most of the stuff. I'm Did like, you, oh wow, I forgot about. I that. forgot about the tenth stuff. Yeah, the tenth, like those were like I remember. Like I didn't even know I knew of the comic, but like I didn't like really know it. And those were some awesome toys, just because like. I thought they looked so great. It's just hot chicks and creatures, like yeah, big awesome. crazy creatures. Yeah, yeah. That was Resaurus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember those. Great company. Did. Galaxy Quest. There's figures for Galaxy Quest. Oh yeah, and there's there's one that most people don't. Even, I did figures for Chicken Run too. Uh, that people are like what Chicken Run. <laughs> Did you do a Shona figure for Enter the Dragon? Say that again. Oh, no, I'm thinking what you would call it. Yeah, you're thinking of um... Ronald Ronald Ramos in chat just asked if we can make Jerry a full time toy amigo. Can you just be on <laughs> whatever? Every... Yeah, whatever he wants to come on. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's more than welcome to. I'll I'll put that out there. And, and if you're just like, hey, it's Thursday night. I don't have anything better to do. Let me see what those guys are doing. You're more than welcome. If we you... could have spent the whole night talking about the Marvel announcements. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, the Marvel and Star Wars stuff, man. Whew. But I just wanted to show you that, that list of folders and there's still plenty for me to go through, but, but as I go through them, I create a new folder and that's what I've got so far. Nice. And then, like, you know, some of them, like the SEG Toys one, you open that, and then there's the 10 folders of all the different SEG things, AFI and House of the Thousand Corpses and all that. So each folder also has, well, not everyone, but some of them have multiple folders within. And 
Yeah. There's so much to, to go through. Man. Well, I appreciate that, that you guys are interested in hearing my stories. Yeah, no, this is, this has honestly been a treat, man. This is, this has been so much fun. I, yeah, but you know, uh, I can't thank you enough, and Adam, I can't thank you enough either. This has been super awesome, man. Well, thank you, guys. I guess it's time to go to bed. Action figure expert uh, says, uh, Jerry, did you work on a lot of the Resaurus figures? A lot. Okay. A lot. Um, probably... I don't know. Would I be exaggerating if I said 50%? Um, but I mean, I had my hands in almost every line. I mean, let's look. We've got Castlevania, Duke Nukem, Final Fantasy, Gal wait, Galaxy Quest was Palisades. Or was Galaxy Quest? Galaxy Quest was Palisades. Uh, uh, Gex, uh, Jingle Bell, uh, Magic the Gathering, mm. uh, Quake, uh, Ryoko. I forget what, what anime that's from, uh, but that was Resaurus. Uh, Space Channel 5. Was that Palisades or Resaurus? I don't remember. Um, I'm not sure. I think it was Resource. I'm not sure if that was Resource or not. The tenth was Resource. Trigon was. I'm pretty sure Trigon was Resource. I think so. Um. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a lot. Um. Yeah. Heck yeah. All right. Well, where can we keep up with you at, sir? Um, you can't really, <laughs> I just, I'm not doing enough to I'm not have, doing anything I can talk about, and so, but I never, but I, the only thing I post on Instagram is I'm working on this werewolf mask. But that's cool. Um, yeah. People want to know, so people want to see it. Every so often I post something on, on Instagram for the werewolf mask, but that's about it. Um, you, did, you did the Morbius mask as well on there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, but it's like once a month, maybe I make a post. It's not like, you know, I mean, it's great if people want to follow me. I love it, but, but I don't know that it's that it, interesting. Uh, it's it's on Instagram. It's Jerry Macaluso art. And then you could just look up Jerry Macaluso on Facebook. He posts on Facebook all the time, but he's only going to try to rile you up about politics or whatever on there no i i stopped the politics after the election i'm just tired of it fair enough fair enough <laughs> i just i barely facebook in general i instagram instagram is pictures it's way more yeah fun. it's a lot more fun there i'm i'm in the middle of nowhere with no local friends so so pretty much the internet is the only way i interface with other human beings other than carolyn so um that's why I'm on it so much. Well, yay, we're all here. See? <laughs> and then last month, you're on a super awesome podcast. So, you know. I was. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's so funny because I, 
I, again, I use Instagram so little, I, I forgot to post, you know, and, and I forget which, which of you were like, post the damn link in the, the bio. But um, I <laughs> that was probably <laughs> Adam. Right, I was gonna say, that's definitely Adam. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah but, but I'll, I'll become more active on Instagram once I can start to talk about what we're doing what nice. i'm doing it's only me so gary cool. i'm just gonna give you a little instagram tip if you post even a portion of the pictures that you showed tonight people would love it yeah i, I try not to make it a, a, a retro page though i know? hear you um, but, but yeah um, that's what throwback but thursday is for there you go. I, I should, I should, I should do it, do it more, but all right, gentlemen. Yeah. Thank you so much, on, man. Thank yes, you. Thank again. you very much. Yes. Thank you very, very much. We greatly appreciate it. Have, have a good night and uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk pretty soon. Yeah. Right. Happy holidays. We will, we will that talk about an, uh, episode three coming up after the holidays. Yes. Okay. And maybe you can teach me how to do a Kickstarter campaign. Oh. <laughs> All right. We can talk. All right. Good night. Good night. Ernie, take us home. All right, Chad Migos, thank you very much for joining us tonight. We greatly appreciate it. Again, something different for you guys to get background on where this stuff comes from. How much we hear enjoying Adam stories, and then Adam brings people into our world like that to just – blow our minds and let other creators like yourselves know like what it's all about or, or steps you need to go through and everything or just what me and Chaney grew up with collecting through our day to get to this point really blows our mind as far as you know what there is today and how it's available and then all all you new collectors that are in it too it's always great to know where stuff comes from so remember if you're just joining us tonight there is part one that's out there and as you saw we'll try and come back with a part three so remember to check us out um quickie minis monday tuesday wednesday here thursday nights at 9 p uh, no 8 p.m now 8 p.m let me get that correct 8 p.m for uh our regular podcast show that goes two hours sometimes longer we appreciate you guys being here tonight remember to share uh, we are the Toy Migos. Uh, you can follow us everywhere on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Don't forget our private uh, Facebook page. There's also a Discord now where the Chat Migos, everything that you saw going on tonight continues on in both of those. Stronger in the Discord and more info and uh, other talk on the Facebook. So be sure and check that out, please. Uh, don't forget to follow Cheney180, The Fallen Fett, uh, 80s Baby, uh, Sergeant Bananas, Playing With Myself, along with Mortal Ruin and The Cursed Dead. And uh, remember, the best thing you can do for us, guys, is share. Please, we appreciate it. And uh, we will see you guys soon. We hope everybody has a great weekend. Again, uh, go back to listen to one. This was two, and three will be on its way. All right. With that being said, I am Chaney180. I'm the Fallen Fett. And I'm playing with myself. And remember, guys, they're not dolls. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>